Welcome to Dark Side of the Moon. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. We got Karen Mack in the back, and this is Dark Side of the Moon. Let's get this show on the road, motherfuckers. All right, Noel, Noel, we've come back with a very special episode. Coming to the end of our Phase 1 series, we have uh, got the Avengers assembled, and what we've done is uh, assembled some of our own Avengers, and that is Roman Sandquist, who I didn't know until yesterday was definitely Swedish, um, from Mr. Cooper <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> and Paige Benford from Return to Critics coming back from the last uh, two episodes ago. You're on here, Beige, weren't you for tour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, loving yeah. themselves. Going on, tour. fellas. We tore that ass up. Mm. Did mm. <laughs> yummy. So, boys, <laughs> I'm going to fire to you first, Beige. What was your initial um, expectations for Avengers was coming out um, after seeing the previous Marvel movies that were released? Um, I thought it was going to be good. I think it was going to be great. It exceeded my expectations just because the way they put everybody on the screen. I think they put way too much onus on Iron Man and that continued a trend going forward. But on that first movie, I think pretty much, for me, it was Iron Man Assemble. Yeah. That's That's actually pretty much what it was for me. Like, it was Iron Man Assemble everybody else. Even like, I guess you could even say it was Iron Man and like Loki's movie. Yeah. And everyone else was just there for either comic relief or to put that extra little punch in there. Kind of like Will so. Smith in the first Suicide Squad. It was like Will Smith and the Suicide Squad. Was there? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Tony Stark and the yeah. Avengers. It's like a bad band or yeah. something. Yeah. How about you, Roman? You know, I, considering what was before it, in the, the like in the first phase of the MCU, like I, I was more than happy with what they did to bringing everybody together and getting them all in there. And I felt that the screen time was pretty shared throughout the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So you didn't get too like, I see what Bish is saying. Like Tony drove the movie, yeah. but there was still more than enough space, dude. Like you got Captain America finding the uh, hydro weapons in the back of the fucking thing. Nick Fury's whole little being an ass. Hawkeye getting taken over. Hawkeye was killing people like right at the beginning for Loki, like just kill 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 and like yeah. he's one of the only Avengers that just kills like that yeah yeah he was really, just he that's the thing about yeah. bows and arrows isn't it though like because if you're shooting at a motherfucker you're going to kill him or you're going to miss him but yeah, that's the thing missing us in the right. yeah missing us in the thing it's an it's thing the, so, he misses, yeah, he won't yeah. be there yeah how, how would you right. go for, for you were you expecting much um I, I tell you I'm, I was excited I, I was see uh, I was hanging out with Mel a lot of time you know our friend Mel is a huge film file Mel McCarthy um, shout out yeah and he went absolutely he was all over it and the, he even watched the Super Bowl which is at some bonkers time here just for the ads at halftime that was going to show like some sneak peek oh, for a preview Jesus, of yeah. Avengers that's how excited he was and that was that just bled into me so I was excited and I did exceed my expectations because I was loving it and then the New York scene happened and I'm like I'm oh my it. god because there was like now there's been a couple of films like that there's been Endgame and stuff Pepsi but at the time the scale of that like, nothing we had or seen McDonald's, is it? I had no idea what you just said you're a funny point whatever McDonald's yeah. opens, right? and it got, so it got an extra star minutes. for me it got an extra star for me for just that scene where like puny god I just that that's yeah. just one of the best scenes I think even now 
where he just what picks them up and starts beating them what, into the What annoys me about all these superhero movies is um, I could be I could be a guy that throws flames, I could be a guy that throws uh, ice or whatever the fuck. It doesn't seem to really harm people. Like Angel Coulson shoots a gun that was based on the destroyer technology at Loki directly, like six feet away, and he's like, "Oh, that's what it does." Yeah. And Loki's clothes aren't even damaged. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I hate that yeah. kind of shit. It nice being like uh, the Arrowverse, because, like you know, Ray, uh, Ray McCrory, he has like a flamethrower, and he's like aiming at people, but like fire seems to shove them away instead of setting them on fire. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm like I'm gonna run in flames. Let's see if it blows me away or if I'm gonna be on fire in a few minutes. Like, you know what I mean? like, that fucking nice the shit out of me every fucking time. But um, so Noel, um, when you looked at this movie, were you happy with the lineup? Um, with like. Because Marvel at this time had fuck all rights to their extended universe in terms of Spider-Man, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, all that would come later. Um, were you happy with all of the inclusions of Hawkeye, Black Widow, Hulk, uh, Captain America? It's the classic lineup. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a classic lineup, you know. They were very uh, lucky, weren't they, in a way that the heroes that had available to them were the classic lineup of the Avengers. Yeah, You know absolutely. what I mean? Because like, people uh, saw them as B-level B characters for the most part, but you know what I mean? People that knew comics understood what was leading to you know the amount of foresight you could see that they had a lot of foresight by the time avengers came together and now looking at it from like inside of phase four is just incredible but that i don't know it still it still tracks it, it, it reminds me of just being giddy and yeah it, it set the standard i think which dc still now a decade plus later still hasn't it's reached still- Felt comic booky. Yes, the way the movies don't now. It was do. colorful. Either, you know, it felt colorful like, and vibrant. Their uniforms and stuff. They, they, it just looked at it had a feel of more comic booky. Like, like it, it, it kind of fed into the generation that helped bring the MCU into yeah. its thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because we already it was still there, dude. You, now they're a little bit like their shirts. Their suits look seriously real. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's still like lots of bright colors, even though it's a little. You know, it's almost real, but. It, I think it still felt like it was comic booky, which is another big sell for me on that. Yeah. Do you think as well, because when you have someone like uh, Steve Rogers, uh, who's a pivotal part of the movie, that uh, because he is newly frozen from the 40s and he still retains that kind of 1940s kind of mentality throughout that movie, and maybe even a little bit into Age of Ultron, even with his aesthetics, that you kind of have this kind of throwback at times to the old yeah. comic book eras because the modernization of Steve Rogers kind of also led to the modernization of the MCU characters as a whole, you know? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you say that DC hasn't caught up yet? I don't think so. I don't think DC has had their moment. I think just, I love the Snyder cut, but like Avengers, uh, Avengers felt like the MCU had arrived. Like, here you go. Like, so, it, like you never seen the interactive. Here's a universe. They're bouncing off each other. Hulk knows Captain America, knows Iron Man, knows Black Widow, etc. And now you have something to build on. There's bad guys. There's Thanos in the the, the end uh, cut um, after credit scene. And I just don't think DCU has had in film in stop and what's the word I'm looking for? Not animation. What do you call it? Live action. Um, I don't think they've arrived. I don't think they've arrived yet. Yeah. So I stand by I, that. I don't, I don't think DC is going that way. I don't. I don't think DC is going to go the way. I think they messed up by trying to follow Marvel's yeah. plan. Reverse yeah. I think, and yeah, there, there, there's no reason to follow their plan. And I don't think you need to have like look at like like the Batman. Once that goes on, um, once those tickets go on sale, they're going to sell out like Spider Man did. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Right. It's going to be like it's going to be crazy. Black right. Adam. Black and Adam. not just because I'm, you know, up the rock's ass. Like, <laughs> you love the rock. 
I love The Rock. I think that's going to sell out. You want to be in his I rock think there isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a DC movie that comes along that's going to incorporate what Disney did or Marvel did, trying to put everybody together. I think that's it's going to be this person's movie, and you might have like three or four people in there. Flashpoint's going to be dipping in and out of people's mm. universes. So mm. that might be that, but I don't think you're going to get that, you know, aesthetic of like having the Hulk and everybody Avengers, you know, assemble type thing. Yeah. I think DC is where it's supposed to be now. I think we're talking like after they did the weeding cut, then yeah, no. But oh. now I think DC is where it's supposed to be. Okay. I actually take your point. So let me rephrase what I said. Justice League hasn't run. No. Okay. I'll give you that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, but so I, I, I do, I concede to your point, but the Justice League hasn't run. But you're absolutely uh, right. Like Batman is still a shit hot property. And yeah, Flashpoint is a lot of hype, but yeah. I think the thing with Batman is I don't think it will have uh, astronomical numbers first week because I think a lot of people are going to sit back and see what the initial reactions are before they go and see it. Cautious I it optimism. Might, I know. I, yeah, I, I, I'm I will go, I'll go and see it. And of course, a lot of people will go and see it, but I think it'll do well in its first week, but not like the way Spider-Man did. I think maybe it'll do better mm. gradually and make money over time more than the way Spider-Man made money very quickly. You know, that kind of way. I can see that for bad. The Batman Remains to be seen. <laughs> like the Batman. <laughs> Napa bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Living in the COVID era and wearing masks all the time, just showing you what shitty fucking disguises people have. Because you just yeah. like, we're covering half her face and everybody instantly knows who you are. Even people like you haven't seen since school and shit. They just, they just go, oh, hey, how's it going, man? And you're like, oh, yeah. Covering half your face is not a disguise. Yeah, that, I just never. Spider Man has a fucking disguise. You know? Yeah, man, I never understood about Batman. You're like, dude, you're a billionaire, but yet you don't have a isomogifier here, just like uh, to change that to like, well, you're just going to deepen shit. What? Do you root, yeah. lose all your money on the Batarangs? Like, what's going on, dude? If I was Bruce Wayne, I'd go, oh, you're the body of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no. I'm like, no, excuse me. I'm very because it's always the same my life is gravity voice Batman slander that's what I mean I saved my deep gravity voice with my Batman you know no Roman no no sparkly Batman don't do that I think he looks better as Batman than he did as Bruce Wayne Robert Pattinson in what I've seen he looks kind of gothy as fucking like emo Bruce Wayne Batman looks really good he's Batman it's because they are going it's because they are going like year two yeah, it's not, everybody thought it was year one. It's year two. So Batman's not, you know, Batman yet. He's just he's skinny. He's like wiry, yeah. kind of like uh, he's young Roman as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it could almost be like an extension of the, the what is it, the Gotham TV show? Yeah, like a yeah. couple years after yeah. that guy yeah. was. Yeah, he's like twenty. Okay. I think he's like twenty six okay. twenty seven. The villains were shit, but I like the progression of Batman. The, the progression of Batman in that show was, was really good. Yeah. It was a really good backstory. For the villains sure. were crap, though. I stopped watching that show when there was the balloon episode where everybody started going up with weather balloons and could see the flat earth. Flat Gotham for life. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I stopped watching that. Was, I don't know what the bad guy was supposed to be, and I know my DC, but I, I, like, is there a balloon man or something? I, I don't know. Fucking stupid. 
And then they just went, no, I'm just, I'm not into it, man. I'm not into it. <laughs> but, uh, what, so, we talk, so we seem to be covering off of Batman. <laughs> Thanks for coming <laughs> on to talk to us about Batman, yeah, guys. Uh, so the Batman thing, no, my adventures is over, seems. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I really like with Vendor? I think Hawkeye is like a real dark character. A lot like uh, yeah. Batman. <laughs> this, guy, this fucking guy could feed. No, but Hawkeye kills. Yeah, Hawkeye kills. <laughs> I like so he's almost he's even more badass. Yeah. Hold on. But that's it, because you see stuff like you see stuff like a point that Vinny didn't make about like you see people getting hit by Thor's hammer and surviving it. Like and it's fair enough if it's Hulk. Yeah. But you know, there was a lot a lot of like what's survivable. And sometimes yeah. I think Jeff was like in the in the later Avenger films, sometimes they like, are those people dead? As in like Age of Ultron, Captain America comes through the window, throws his shield, it hits like five or six people. That's why Branium thrown by a man as strong as ten men, throwing at you as hard as you can. So I assume you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. like, like, thank my, you. My, my, thank my, you. My opinion about the Mjolnir is that the hammer, like that, that should explode you, motherfuckers. Like, you know oh, yeah. I mean? it shouldn't like, even stop. Yeah, exactly. It should only stop when Thor calls it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what like I mean. It's, it's a god tier. It's a god tier weapon. Is it? Literally, it's literally a god tier weapon. Yeah. Uh, but well, I don't know. We talked, I... it, we Sorry, talked about the heroes. No, I was just going to say, uh, Beige, uh, what did you make of Loki? Um, kind of be. Uh, I know Thanos. We see now that he's kind of becoming more gradually the, the overarching villain uh, to our, for the entire uh, entirety of the MCU. But in this, Loki's kind of like his. What do they call it? A proffer. So he's kind of like he's like his emissary that he's come in. And he's going to lead the army with the Chitari. First of all, what do you make of Loki as the central antagonist for the Avengers movie? Did you see it coming um, with the previous movies? And what did you know about the Chitari going in? Um, I don't really know much about the Chitari going in. Um, for me, it was kind of like those. Like after reading up on it, I kind of I kind of saw them as it's a Power Ranger reference, but the putties. Yeah. Are just there <laughs> to like, yeah. like just hundreds of thousands of them just to attack. Yeah, right. Um, Loki being the villain is awesome because Loki has that Iron Man kind of swag to him, where he feels like he's better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. But like his shit don't stink, and when he's walking around, you can just feel that air about him. And it's not like, oh, well, you hate this guy, you like this guy yeah. because he's walking like that. Yeah, and it's like. Even though he was a villain, I'm sitting there like... I'm full like, villain, okay. like, you know, not like yeah, hero, ultimate mm-hmm. good cause. Yeah. I'm like cheering for Loki to like come out of this and somehow get like a little bit of a win. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just because he played the role so well and he yeah. was a villain was so good. Like I knew Thanos was going to be the baddie. Yeah. Like he was going to be the, the main one. Gotcha. But I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed watching Loki step through and be who, who he was. Yeah. It was a great stepping stone for him. Do you, do you like pretty much because Loki did he won for three quarters of the movie technically yeah he? like you know what I mean yeah. like he every single trap he set up worked perfectly up until the point that he kills Phil Coulson pretty much just now like because yeah. he actually gave them something to yeah. unify over because that was the problem he, were, even uh, Iron Man stopped be, kind of like you know being Iron Man fun. yeah he stopped that well, you could fun, f- right? feel the evil in what Tom Hiddleston's eyes when he played Loki for those roles like when he was like mm. scanning the dude's eyes and everybody's terrified and the way he's just looking at everybody <laughs> just smiling <laughs> like you know like yeah. he nailed that fucking role dude. Yeah. Loki was a villain yeah. uh, like he was a 100% and comic yeah, Loki you know again yeah. again yeah. comic yeah. once again dude green like, tall scepter arms yeah big arms you know it was comic 
what's in the part in Stuttgart though, that's kind of the part where you see Loki, what he really, really wanted from it. Like, he's like, this is what I want. I wanted to be feared. He, he doesn't even want to be loved anymore. He just wants yeah. to be feared. Like, you know, because yeah. like yeah. at first all about in Thor part one, Loki just wants to be loved. And pretty much that's it. He just wants to be loved and accepted in the way Thor was. With God tier or daddy issues. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, well, right. he, no, right. first, he was kidnapped and lied yeah. to. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. he has his reasons, you know. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, like, in this, it was all about, like, fear. And in that scene with Stuttgart, like you said, Roman, where he's, like, sheer delight, where he's just, like, fucking taking that dude's eye out. Like, you know, that's one, of, like, you'll never see that in a Marvel movie now. Like, you'll no. ne- never see, like, this is where Marvel movies are still kind of dark. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot, of, a lot of the violence now seems to be more implied. Yeah, or like, the darkness is a social commentary of some sort of scripture. Which is, which, yeah. It's right. It makes it heavy. It gives it heavy yeah. content, but it's not like dark as in just people dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, he killed eighty mm-hmm. people in two days. He's a yeah, dog. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Germany and make a crowd kneel in front of you. Yeah, yeah. man, it's amazing. Like, I mean, that's just, I mean, that on there on its own is another fucking thing too. Like, dude, right in the middle of Germany. Yeah. What did you make of Captain America's uh, arrival into the modern age and a lot of ways, Roman, in this scene uh, against Loki when he's a Stuttgart? Well, that's the perfect way to to get Captain America back in the spot. You know what I mean, it works perfectly for this movie because he hadn't done anything other than like beat on the, the sandbags so far yeah. and, and climb in the plane. He hadn't sandbag. seen him at all. Like, he defeated yeah. the, yeah. yeah. the sandbag. <laughs> 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 Imagine I, that I was just always, uh, bagging him up the sandbag. thing that drove me is like, why the fuck did he take the last one with him? I never understood that. Is he taking it home? That's why I didn't get either. Like, 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 what the fuck's going on like, why do you take that up? one, throw it over his shoulder, and walk it just just to flex? Yeah, like, I, I can't carry this. I back think, out. yeah, I think he's, he's like, like seven of them laying there in the back. It would have been amazing if the next scene was him in the back of the scene getting his debrief in the in the jet, and he's just like, <laughs> just like, really wanted to fuck her. She was gorgeous. I really want to fuck Motherfucker, fucking freeze me. Two hours later, Loki just gets hit with a head of sandbag. That's what. You can't, I don't think, like, I think if I, you could critique this movie and you should, but I don't think anyone could come out and say, well, that was a bad movie. Like, it was, that was badly structured, that was badly executed, it wasn't entertaining, it wasn't funny, it didn't have, I, I thought it had the balance of everything I want from a kind of, I don't know, a superhero film experience for sure. I thought it was I thought it was a really well balanced film. I thought it set the standard. Maybe not for DC, because we got into that with Beige, but it definitely set the standard for Marvel. Yeah, but I I think it set the, the wrong standard for Marvel. So I, th- I get what you're saying. Like everything was kind of dark before that movie, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't crazy like over the top dark like DC dark, but it was still dark. Um and then like people were dying, stuff, stuff. There was consequences and then the first Avenger movie happened and there was kind of some consequences but I think that was Marvel's like like dip into the kitty pond like let's make sure like we don't have that big of stakes let's uh let's not show blood really anymore yeah you know let's keep everything super colorful and family oriented and yay yeah that's something that irritated me about it well, absolutely but that's, that's, Marvel. yeah that, that's the dollar sign that uh, yeah, there's, there's Disney, dude. Everybody needs to be able to check into this movie at the theater. Yeah, I don't care how old they are. I want them to pay for it. Then <laughs> I know if you know, DC, I, I don't think doesn't go that route. I love I really the way don't. it's spread because I don't know if you've ever read Marvel Zombies and stuff. 
it's it's like crazy dark, absolutely twisted, perverse even. But it, I'd love if they just said like, like a standalone universe just for adults because Deadpool proved that you could do this shit. You could make bang bang. Mm-hmm. You really, really can, you know? Yeah. Uh, Logan? Lo- oh, Logan, there you go. Logan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that was fantastic. That's an excellent example. Old, old Man Wolverine in the comics, the Hulks had taken over. It was absolutely really, really dark. And oh, dude, that was fucking dark. That was dark as fuck. That, that, that and it doesn't need crazy. to be on the scale of Avengers. You don't need to literally tear apart no. New York City. You don't need that kind of budget. Don't get me wrong, you need a budget and a budget and a half. Not quite there. And you could make your money back. And it's all about, if you spend 10, you get back 20. It's the same as spending 200 and getting back 400. It's investment and how and return. If that's all yeah, it is. And, right, you know, right. that's why I'd love to see. That's just me speaking in fantasy land. But there is a lot of dark material in Marvel. And you're right. That's what if is for though, isn't it really? Yeah, it doesn't equate back to what we got in Avengers. True. Avengers wasn't upsetting. Maybe that was the one thing you want from an action film is to be a bit upsetting. I don't remember even when Coulson died, I wasn't really upset. Right. You that knew somebody had much. to die. You knew somebody Plus, was going to... Yeah. Like, some, like, something was going to happen. Like, he was either going to be the girl on the bridge. I forgot her name. I can't remember her name right now. But, like, it was either going to be her Black or Coulson because you knew it wasn't going to be Fury. You knew it wasn't going to be Fury. Oh, Maria so. Hill. Maria yeah, Maria Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to me, it was like for me, even watching them, I'm like, oh, okay, they need something to bring them together. It's the ensign yeah. that goes down on the Enterprise in the '60s, isn't it? You know, it's Riker, yeah, yeah, it's the red shirt, and the red shirt, red shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it calls to become red shirt, like not tertiary. Yeah. How do you want for tertiary? <laughs> what would you prefer to see in someone bigger getting kidnapped? No, actually, to be honest with you, I don't. I think it's just a good point on the fact that it was the bare minimum. Oh, yeah. like it had to have stakes. It had to have. The loss of life it had to happen and because there was already people that died yeah but okay. well, it, it, technically in the new york scene tens of thousands of people died but it's all implied and unseen yeah it's the kind of like what comes back to us now and we were talking about armageddon oh, it's like when you see power like it's, it's all about like you know when paris gets taken out by a comet you feel nothing when you watch armageddon but when you see bruce willis die at the end because you know that character you feel it home more, you know, yeah. that kind of way. Yeah. So it's kind of like they always say, like, was it like if you kill one person, it's a tragedy. If you kill a million, it's the statistic. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I'm go- I am quoting Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm, I think yeah. the, the Batman segue wasn't bad. Stalin segue. <laughs> Sounds like some flat earth shit. Yeah. <laughs> flat Stalin. Hey, oh, I didn't. That's oh my god! <laughs> Don't get me started on that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, uh, how about you, Beige? Would you prefer to see um, someone more get killed than Phil Coulson? And uh, operative on the me, word "seen" because I know lots of people died. I mean, seen, you know. Yeah. yeah. For for me, it was just more of a point, like you know, like Vinny said, like a shitload of people died. Mm. He killed a bunch of people that should have brought them together to a point, like. All these people are dying. Colson just dying should just been another dude dying. You know what I mean, like, just, it for was, me, but, yeah. But that's my point. Like, planted the fucking cards. It's because they knew it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Danny's locker, sir. <laughs> but, for, but for me, it was. I guess if you need something to bring you together, I guess Colson's death was better than anyone else's because he was a someone that you liked. Yeah, and like he came across good even in the Iron Man movies. So I guess him dying created. You know the Avengers. I would have liked to see him in other movies after, but you know he was in Captain Marvel. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, yeah, Avengers. Yeah, was the, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. I watched some of that. That's that. That yeah. was that wasn't half bad. Yeah, that I watched all of it apart from the last season. After the most consistent. Sorry, man. No, no, I was about to say the most consistent thing in Marvel is that not really being shit. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Jean Grey alone has died like twelve times or something, and now it's, she's like a, uh, yeah. a version of her from the past brought present and doesn't the it ruin it though? Yeah, of course. It the worst mistakes. Yeah, it's like, like Arrowverse. Lazarus yeah. Pit. Lazarus Pit. Lazarus, uh, Lazarus, Lazarus, Lazarus Pit. Lazarus Pit. I was like, oh, wait, someone died. There's no escape. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, you go look at something like Saving Private Ryan, the open scene of that. That was brutality. Yeah. That was absolute oh, that was insane. That's how brutality. the of New York should have been, though. Like, fucking. Yeah. Like, if the, I could love to see, like, the stakes in terms of reality, like, as you said. Like, if you have that magnitude of power coming in on a civilian urbanized area where it's so tight-knit, especially Manhattan, it's like, it's, it's like like one of the most overpopulated areas in the world, isn't it? Like, for terms of landmass, like, it's yeah. ridiculous. They start like, knocking buildings down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> buildings started falling. Like, yeah. you know how many deaths there Independence is. Day didn't mm. well leave it. Do you remember that? You know, like, the laser hits, people are driving, but the, the, everyone's in a traffic jam, so nobody's moving, people start running. Yeah. It's too late. Flame. You don't even need to see, like, the gratuitousness of it. I but do. you got like you got that feeling of <laughs> well, I prefer to, but I, you get that feeling of the hopelessness of despair. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think they could have done a bit more of the Independence Day route. So that was a good film for sure. Remember the people partying on the roof and that epic scene where the the spaceship just opens yeah. up and just takes yeah. them on out. That We're was, so happy. Yeah. We're so happy you're here. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Like the most dead characters <laughs> in cinema history. Like, oh my god, spread to the winds. But man, no, I, I think like, uh, like, I don't know how this, uh, I don't understand this thing where it's like, it's okay to die in a building collapsing or it's okay to die in an explosion, but you can't see a motherfucker getting his stomach exploded. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when the, 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 the hammer, the Thor's hammer hits you, you should go right through people. Like, yeah. And I don't understand that. Like, you should really see the force. Well, just knocks people over. Mm. The tour not just do that if he runs at them. If a building falls and the kid beside you in the cinema says, oh, is there loads of people in that building? You could say, no, yes. but don't worry about it. Yes, Tommy, yeah. there is. It's full <laughs> yeah. of people. This Turn is the wrong. This is what happens. <laughs> there are 3,000 from top to bottom people in this building yeah, and exactly. if half of it comes down you can guarantee that probably a thousand people will yeah. Yeah, like one of them his name is Billy he had dreams man he had dreams <laughs> Billy <laughs> like the Battle of New York there's a part where like a, like a chunk of a building falls there's a whole crowd of people there's a hot dog stand all of the people don't get missed hits the hot dog stand like I'm like come on <laughs> every one of them will die every yeah. single one of them like, you know what I mean True. Like, yeah like fuck's sake that that like if anything like you know we've seen these kind of disasters or buildings collapsing around the world like we've seen what happens like you know what i mean it's fucking chaos the, the reality of it yeah. yeah there's no debris on the streets or there's no ramifications from the debris at all the building falls like it's just a chunk falls over never breaks apart there's no dust <laughs> the eventers kind of now that you think about it, the eventers kind of make a couple of jokes uh like kind of during all this even though like hundreds of thousands of people are probably dying like one like scarlet you had that black widow's kind of like yeah yeah go ahead it'll be fun or like hold yeah. smash or something like yeah. that you know yeah, yeah hold smash and he starts like using buildings as weapons yeah, that was that was some it's of the whole guys like, yeah. throwing people out. Yeah. Softened the whole. I think they softened the whole that fight forward. I thought that was yeah. the whole guy's best. 
No, from no, Ultron. No, that was the best Hulk. Yeah, yeah, from- yeah but yes. see, that's my point. That's my point. That movie was everybody at the height of You're right. being kind of not R-rated, but like PG-13. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Under age. And then, mm. yeah, and then after that, it was, hey, let's go PG, let's go, yeah. you know, school daycare type stuff. As, let's as go that he can't turn into the Hulk. There's no Hulk at all. Let's go, like, yeah, let's go. Let's have an Iron Man Hulk. movie with 42 suits that but Iron Man only uses one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, fuck you, Shane Black, fuck you. <laughs> Motherfucker. He made a no. film, Shane Black made a good film, and I watched it, and it has Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling in it. I can't uh, taste the, this. The nice guys. Mr. Yeah. yeah, the nice guys. The nice guys. That was actually oh, a good movie. Right. I, I watched yeah, it, I was yeah. like, oh, good. Shane Black made a good movie. It was good. No, yeah, he's yeah, made maybe. some good movies, just not recently. Yeah. Yeah. If you take out, if, you were, if, if, if there was enough violence in a band, let's just say that we were all satisfied and none of us could see, what would be the weakest point then? Let's, let's just say that the darkness... No, just I'm pretty the sure there's right. a segment in the next part of the show that covers that. Oh, God damn it. So so excuse me for trying to keep it going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's These great. are good. What do you mean? Doritos, no? No, my wife made me a charcuterie board last night. Fancy. So I'm eating the the what's left of it right now. What's a charcuterie board? It's like cheese. Oh, oh, oh. It's like cheeses and fucking bunches of meat. And like, there's crackers on there and like candy and shit and nuts. It's just delicious. I'm like, <laughs> I I wait. Shut up, Roman. I can't. You know, it I don't delicious. care. I'm giving it to you. Throw salty. some fruit on that motherfucker too, though. Oh, there's fruit. There's fruit too. There's okay, fruit good, to good, 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 good. So I had some salty nuts. I did say that. <laughs> and, uh, some grapes and some other stuff. It's like huge thing of meat. I'll send uh, Vinny a pic, and then because you know, he still, me no, he still didn't. Food. He still didn't give me his stuff for his, his social media because I'm not in his realm yet. He told me that last time. He's like, I get you on social media, but I just haven't yet. He just like disregarded me like I wasn't in. <laughs> you talking about me? No, he's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Like, sorry, that's just Benny's natural response to everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, shit, someone's angry. It's definitely happening. <laughs> Um, Unless you believe the earth is flat, no. Yeah, <laughs> flat truth. Flat that's truth. That's all I'm like. saying. Leave the grass license. Hey, doctor. Cool story, bro. Amazing. The guy's going to hunt you guys down. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, no, no. Man, I might be in a raisin. <laughs> You can't find even a GPS, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I talked to that guy anytime. He was a blast. Yeah, man, he was that. fucking amazing, man. <laughs> he There's hated a... me, but I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just said, hey, have you ever taken a plane or a boat? Just keep going. That's all going. Yeah. Just keep going. Indefinitely keep going. See what happens. Yeah. Um, hey, Roman, did you know anything about the, the Chitari going into this? Because like, they're totally fucking new to me. Oh, oh. No, I, I didn't really remember much about Chitari at all, dude. The, that, it was all new there, dude. Even the beginning. The beginning kind of threw me off where the dude's walking up the stairs and it's all out in space and stuff. I mean, I knew it was kind of going that way, but... Who the fuck they were and where the Chitauri army came from, I didn't know. Yeah, what you they, think they, they were, were a punching um, bag. 
What what did you yeah. think of their um the weird the way that they fly stuff with their face? Like yeah, like, like what the fuck's up with that? Like <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It's just like it's like we have a steering wheel. I know, Joe would be great. We just remove the steering wheel and I just put my face in there. And <laughs> fight like that. I don't know what you're not doing. That just sounds awesome to me. If I could just like sit in the car and just kind of look at which way I wanted to go. Yeah. You know? Like uh, he's like they have a hard time banking, yeah, because their face is uh, yeah. in the steering wheel. It goes the way you look and you just kinda of, like sigh to make it slow down. You just kind of go, Going around, he sneezes. <laughs> that is true. Hey, if you sneeze while you're driving, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. Man, you're right? Man, if you cough, you're done. Man, I have this theory. You cough, like, you're if you're in, like, there's so many situations, one sneeze away from death. Like, you know what oh, I mean? yeah. You're on the top of a ladder. Like, you know what I mean? If you sneeze, game over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, man, if you're, like, looking down the barrel of a gun. Because <laughs> yeah. you're about to kill yourself and you sneeze, you're gone. <laughs> Is that, like, called assisted suicide, then? It's a good way to look at it. <laughs> um, but what do you make of the design of the Tatari, apart from the, driving the, their gliders with their face, uh, Rom? The like the big fucking um, eels and stuff. Like, oh, the, I I don't know, dude. I don't know where the fuck they came from, but it, but it worked. I guess it's an explanation to be able to move worms through the streets. Fucking, <laughs> Their wings weren't big enough to hurt it. You know what I mean? Like it, like it worked perfectly, so that the Avengers had could keep it into a small area. Mm. I guess. So like I I mean, the the design of the enemy was good, or or the, the protest and they like. Especially because you knew they weren't going to last. Yeah, like even their ship, dude. Like the when they blew up the ship, I've never seen another ship in that style at all. Yeah, so far. Like and and, and there's a few different <laughs> ships around now for sure. Yeah, it's the kind that. of thing you can have fun with, especially if they're kind of like they're they're basically faceless, nameless. They don't get any lines. They don't matter. You can kill them in absolute yeah, right. trouble. This is what we're talking about when you talk about the lack of violence and stuff. You forget that. Oh yeah. Like we seen these guys getting skewered and blowing up the truck, but they, they were so it didn't matter. Like buddies, buddies from Power Rangers. That's actually a really good way of putting it. They were just yeah. like one Avenger, one Avenger versus two hundred of them. Avenger yeah. every time. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were just they were great for action, but like. No. So we should have seen the hammer fly through Oh, like, absolutely crazy. Could you imagine at the end of the battle if Steve Rogers throws his Tatari over his shoulder to bring home the hammer? <laughs> 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 like, he doesn't punch him back and he just, like, just walks off. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, but that's it, they did. They were there to make up the numbers and they allowed for a lot of action. But they weren't. But, and they were designed, again, if they were, like, human soldiers or something, you probably have to have them scream or give them a line or you probably couldn't have as much kind of violence because now that you think about it, that was the uber violence of it. They didn't bleed red. They, I'm not sure if they were like half cybernetic or... Did they even bleed at all? I don't know. That's the thing. I, can't remember. Like, I, I was so indifferent the to them. It was just like you see... It was, your water, it was like, like blue. blue. Yeah. Blue it was, was like blue blood, blood on a shield, but yeah. like you never really saw mm. yeah. them like... Could you imagine lose their blood? It was like, just there for for no apparent reason. Just have a side story where it's like a Chitari and he's just a homeless family. And yeah, like he, he gets called that. up. He gets drafted against his will, and he's like, "You're gonna have to fight in the Earth Wars." And he's like, "I can, my family, and my family." <laughs> oh, and he brings in like his family he's gets just in the tournament and, camp. Yeah, he's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> conscientious <laughs> to not conscientious. <laughs> 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 
And he gets there and meets him just like straight away and he's flying through and all of a sudden he just sees Tor and the top of like uh, the Empire State Building. Charging up. <laughs> and he just has a locket around his neck. It's just another <laughs> just, oh <my> God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my family! <laughs> And he just kind of like closes his eyes because he knows what's coming next. And then it's just over. Yeah. That, that was and he won't touch the locket. <laughs> <laughs> or the picture of the locket is a big Jatari and a little Jatari. You just know from that. <laughs> oh, and yeah, as he's coming through, you see the static lifted the locket off his chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there's your dark Marvel movie. There's your dark Marvel <laughs> oh yeah uh, remember that uh, what was it Austin Powers or the, the first one yeah, whatever yeah. that first movie was called and it was like oh he was killed by an ill-tempered mutated sea bass international man of uh, mystery yeah and then you know it, it goes to his best man party and fucking they get a call and they're told that he's dead <laughs> you know he gets to call the white yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, 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 that one the hench, the henchman as well? Is that in part two where he gets like Steve? Yeah, and what's, what's the name of Rob Lowe? What's the name of the handsome boss? Rob Lowe, you just said it. Yeah, is it Rob Lowe? Yeah, it was him. He's at the best man's party. I just got a phone call. <laughs> Ben's dead. <laughs> 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 uh, or the guy in front of the roller coaster or the, the, the steamroller. Get out of the yeah. way. Oh, like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Man, those fucking movies are amazing in their time, though. You know what the problem is with some movies that are really funny? If they're really quotable, they just suddenly you wake up one day and it's the least funny thing in the world to you. They wear on you. They wear on you, as opposed to mm. films that just yeah. kind of have set pieces and they're funny, but they're not exactly quotable. They're sound bites. Yeah, it's just like nobody can say, do I make you horny now? It's not exactly a listening jokes. It's very, very 1996, and you can say uh, Shagadelic, baby. <laughs> And that's the so, Austin um, Powers segment. No, what? Still <laughs> about the Stalin segment. I thought you tried the Stalin segment. You know, it's, it's for the yeah, people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. He just went into think? the Stalin section because he was Russian. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Quit stalling. <laughs> Mute Noel. Oh, yeah. Come on, we must go. Come on, march on, march on. No, once you take him, Loki is the villain and the Chitari as well as the kind of the overarching entrance. Yeah, I, I'm just sticking with Beige. I, I don't know when. When I, I don't have anything better. The buddies just just sums it up really, really nicely. No, that's Roman. Oh no, that was Beige. That was Beige. Yeah. And I, they just. Their, their name is their faces and they show you how absolutely badass whoever just pick an Avenger that Avenger is like uh, they were killing them in, in their throws but they but they did set up the action and it set up the scale so for that you have to give them props Loki 10 out of 10 absolutely yeah. everything he was he was funny he was dark he was he was is this Tom Hiddleston at his best as Loki would you say I think I think so yeah I, I think they overcomplicated his character like you know Loki now they've gone so high concept and they made him reflect on himself and admit to his mistakes and they made him soft and they show all this kind of stuff. No, this was Tom Hiddleston at his best. Even at the very end when he's defeated and he looks up and Hawkeye's got an arrow pointed at him, he goes, I think I'll have that drink now. You know, he still yeah. had that kind of almost James Bondish kind of like charm, you know, a bit of swagger and a little bit of a little bit of something about him. Yeah, no, I loved him. I absolutely yeah. loved him. 
and he and he opened the door for a bigger villain as opposed to like just not really counting and like he said he wasn't just a, a play setter for Thanos he Did builds he... up the Thanos but he mapped like he was he, he met a stamp on the MCU straight away do you think um I'll throw this question to you Beige uh, do you think that Marvel always set out to have Loki become an anti-hero or do you think it was like the old wrestling kind of trope where a villain became so cool that he became so popular that he ended up becoming an anti-hero and do you think yeah. because of Tom Hiddleston's portrayal of Loki you see his role drastically change in the MCU as the MCU has progressed throughout phase one through four or whatever I think the best way I can coincide Loki and Tom Hiddleston is Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Stone Cold was somebody who was put in WWE to be a villain. And mm-hmm. because he got over before he, because he stepped into it, Hiddleston said when he didn't get Thor and he got Loki, he put everything into it. Oh, yeah. So it was more or less like once he put him, once an actor puts his personality into the role, like the role gets 10 times better. Yeah. So him becoming Loki was just, he was Loki. He is yeah, Loki. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can't recast him. You can't recast him and get that same kind of like greatness out of it. No. Just like with, you know, Iron Man. You can't really recast him because people still know, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, God, was, yeah. Would you say Tom Hiddleston's portrayal of Loki is probably even more iconic than like Chris Hemsworth's Thor? He's eclipsed his uh, yeah. main character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because when you when you think of Thor, you think of Loki. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you think of Thor. When yeah, I think of yeah. Thor, I, I actually think Chris Hemsworth is fantastic. When I think of Thor, I think handsome, you know, buff and stuff like yeah. that. I I could imagine a world where somebody steps into the role and Chris Hemsworth maybe the, the, like James Bond, like you say, oh no no, Sean Connery all the way. But I'm not against Roger Moore or anything like that. But you could put you would just say oh, that Tom, Tom Hiddleston <laughs> Tom Hiddleston owns Loki I agree with Paige there oh I don't care yeah. who's your favorite I just use James Bond as a place well no but you said Thor you said what did you say I just think Thor is more replaceable. <laughs> you have to just get a sexy buff dude that's it yeah, yeah, well, I don't sexy. know. I think I think Be- at the start, you got it, man. You're my thought. No, I think I think at the start, uh, what you say is true that you could have gotten anyone to step into that role of Thor if it had that physique about them. But as it's gone on, like uh, like Loki has Tom Hiddleston has bled into the role, Chris Hemsworth has bled into the role, and Thor is unrecognizable from Thor in part one as he is in Thor Ragnarok because he's Chris Hemsworth more in Ragnarok and in yeah. the Avengers movies goes along because they realized, oh wait. This guy isn't just a big muscly dude. He's actually funny. He's got he's got yeah. chops. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I think you could say, oh, he got used to modern day, and that's why he doesn't talk like it's the fifteen hundreds and the fair yeah. maid and, and all that kind of shit. Because he was very, what is yeah. all and, this? And he stopped bleaching his eyebrows. He stopped bleaching his eyebrows, which is probably a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, have you got some grey eyebrows there hiding underneath yeah, some uh, just for men? <laughs> I'm gonna bleach half of it. <laughs> Just do like a stripe right through it. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes <laughs> would do that. <laughs> so, Noel, um, <laughs> what 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 would you do? Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> Avengers Assemble. On occasion, we get back to Avengers Assemble. All I can remember is Wesley Snipes. I was like, what was I talking about? <laughs> I'll ask you um, a quick question. Is there, how did you think about Loki? Considering we've yeah. all had a little, yeah, we've all had a little say about it. What was your take? Yeah, no, no I, I, I love Tom Hiddleston's Loki. As basically you actually, you, even from private conversation, I've always been a big fan of Tom yeah, Hiddleston. Yeah, no, yeah, he, yeah. he slipped into that role immediately, whereas Chris Hemsworth grew into the role of Thor. 
Mm. Uh, Tom Hiddleston was Loki. Like a warm bath. He was just he just arrived. Yeah, exactly. Like so, it's kind of like when he led to his Joker. He just slipped into the role immediately. There was no growing pains. It was like he was made for the role. Jesus, yeah, yeah. So it was so. That's the, that. that's the nth degree right there. Yeah, he led her. Yeah, I, th- I think what Marvel do time and time again is to constantly cast the right people for the right role, and even if they have to take two movies to grow into the role because of the serialized nature of the MCU, they get that time to grow, whereas you wouldn't really in many other franchises because they'd be like. You know, Fast and Furious is out every three or four years or whatever, but an MCU movie, if you don't have a Loki TV series, you can still be in a Thor movie, you can still appear in an Avengers movie. So even though you're not making, like, uh, Loki movies all the time or whatever, Tom Hiddleston got to be Loki, like, every couple of years, every two years. And then he got to grow into the role and grow into the role, and he got to be all these different iterations where he's, like, you know, the tormented villain, and then he becomes the out-and-out villain in Avengers, and then he becomes the kind of grey area anti-hero and toward oh he's everything and, he's know. done the polarity now he's done yeah, the polarity yeah. yeah you know so I think it's just like the serialized na- nature of the MCU gives actors a chance to grow into roles but because of him slipping into the roles so seamlessly he's just been able to kind of bring that confidence or that ability to every iteration of the character I think it's like four different iterations of Loki if you want to count the timeline changing now with the TVA and all this stuff with the Loki miniseries so um, I think he was probably the best thing about it in a lot of ways because even though it was a lot of like what Bay said Tony Stark and the Avengers kind of thing like well I think there was a singular villain and a lot of these superhero movies they're better when you have an ensemble heroes against a singular villain because when you have a villain you need to really flesh them out to really kind of sustain the storyline remember we always spoke months ago weak villain often leads to a weak superhero movie so I just think like the strength of Loki um, or Tom Middleton in the role of Loki and this was probably the backbone in a lot of ways because if you have a weak villain then it can kind of flounder a bit and especially with an mm. overstuffed movie with this when you have to talk about steve rogers place in the modern world the new tony stark trying to accept the team uh, environment you know um you have to kind of hint out natasha's backstory and her relationship with clint barton and clint barton being turned you know so you have all these kind of moving parts tour coming back in his relationship with loki so i just think if like loki was weak then the movie would have sucked balls or could have sucked balls, which is what we see many times. Yeah. But because he was strong, the movie was successful in a lot of ways. You know? Yeah, a lot of strong monologues. You know, he had a strong monologue or yeah. whatever dialogue Glorious with Captain purpose. America, Glorious Purpose. He had a strong dialogue with Iron Man as well. So they even got to like, it was interpersonal. It wasn't just mm-hmm. him from a general's table striking out at them and then one showdown at the end. It was very personal. Yeah, on a couple of occasions. So yeah, you're right. I, I I think saying he's the backbone of the film is actually fair. I don't think I can argue with that at all. Yeah, because I think that's the case though, isn't it? A lot of superhero movies. Like, yeah. What do you think, Roman? Do you think do you agree with us? Strong villain usually leads strong superhero movie. And oftentimes the reason superhero movies are weak is because the villain in itself. Not just superhero movies. Yeah, actually, yeah, good point. You know what I mean? You can make it a bit of a broader state. Like a James Pan, Bond movie. Hans Gruber, am I getting them after fucking up that name? Uh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, Die Hard. Absolutely phenomenal. Like everyone Al talks. Man in that, yeah, he, he, was, was, he was killer in that fucking movie. Yeah, he was like, so he's dark. Die Hard, so... Die Hard without Alan Rickman. Like, yeah. You know oh I mean? my God, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and Bruce Willis, I'm, I'm sure, will be one of the first to admit that. Like, that kind of like in the way it would Russia be. Russia without Stalin. So it's all about the villain <laughs> to bring it back to the Stalin segment. You know what yeah. I mean? Named it. What Stalin have made it good, <laughs> Too short. Yeah, I said it's Stalin. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> his parents were murdered down a dark alley under his orders. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good shit. Yeah. So well, no, a good villain. You know, you need a good villain. You need a good villain to have a good. Yeah. Like the villain almost has to surpass at a certain point than the antagonist. Like Joker, Otherwise, it, it's, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why you can make movies like Joker by itself because that's that yeah. so complex too, dude. And have like you know uh, Loki's TVA series because it's so complex, dude. And they they outlast the heroes that they're paired with. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can move on a lot easier than like heroes just, well, no, heroes move on the same way. But like that one, if it's good enough, it can move on on its own in a different direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes heroes have to die because that's the thing. Then you've just got the, the you yeah. know, the ultimate marker right. and, you, you know, the, the, the symbol and the stand forever is the thing. But the the, the, the the bad guys often have to have a more complicated story, especially if they're going to redeem themselves because that's a long road. Like right. Steve Rogers could die and just be just great, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was just yeah. the, the most. Died like, in he, was, that he was a Superman, is he? He's the Boy Scout, mm. absolutely yeah. from word one, day one to the end of his life, he was a Boy Scout. And then you have somebody like Loki again who has to work his way back, and that's more complicated and it's more relatable, which is kind of a weird thing to say because I know you talk about the villains of these kind of universes, but like, like you're saying about the Joker, a lot of people could relate with some of the mundane monotony frustration financial and economical apathy. frustration apathy yeah. that people face on a day-to-day basis that is more relatable than a, a boy blue like you know somebody yeah, yeah it just is so i, I, I do think it makes good storytelling and loki meant for good storytelling right and uh what did you think of Thanos being uber purple in this who wants to take that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a, like fucking Barney, dude. Like Barney, I was looking at him, I was like, I was like, what is this? And I was like, why is he a big ass fucking chew toy? What? <laughs> it was just a nice chair, <laughs> right? It was a great chair. It was a chair, great was nice. chair, like you know. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say that was a good teaser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like, oh, Thanos, nice. <laughs> Did you because, know much about Thanos from the comic books, though? Huge amounts, yeah. Thanos is on. Thanos had already murdered half half the universe to impress Lady Death, with, who I, mm-hmm. I guess is the concept of Death. And he was a lot more evil. And that kind of Doctor Doom is in like Thanos doesn't talk about himself in the third person and all that kind of stuff. He's more out and out evil, but yeah, not. But, but Thanos was like the, Thanos and Galactus. They were the ones that you you wouldn't you, you couldn't just walk into. You need to build up to. They are absolutely god tier threat so yeah i love thanos i kind of knew i kind of knew that they're going to build because i knew they didn't have the rights to galactus because i assumed that would come with the fantastic four so that the only big big huge bad left um that would work that that would have bank was thanos so yeah they did i was excited by it but i didn't know when i'd see it i didn't know if i'd see it three or four or five years afterwards so just to have him just to have him flirt with it with the avengers in at the end of that was pretty cool how about you beige um, I knew about Thanos' um, dark side uh, ripoff, but yeah, um, <laughs> he literally is though. That's what the guy well, said. Yeah, he is. No, he yeah, is. Yeah, he he is. is. Um, but no, Thanos. Like from reading like the comics, like I was getting excited when I was when there was like a, a buzz about okay, the big baddie that's going to be the person they're going to go after later on was going to be Thanos. So I was like, all right, cool. This is going to lead past like Civil War and other stuff. But then you know what happened there. But in this movie. Thanos being a big ass purple dinosaur at the end kind of like threw me off because I was just like, hopefully this is not this is like their first like okay let, let's see how how this tests yeah. let's see how he yeah. looks here 
And if we don't get positive return back, we'll we'll switch him up and put the balls on his chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. For example, they lost the head. Yeah, the headgear. That yeah. was a good move. Yeah. 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 yeah, a different yeah. actor yeah. played him here as well. It's not. I'll check his name. Yeah. It wasn't John, oh. uh, Josh Brolin. Was it not? It wasn't Josh Brolin. No, it wasn't oh, I didn't Brolin. know that. To be honest, no. Uh, that dude must be pissed though. Jesus, dude, right. if I'm him, I'm, I'm so angry. He's just like, I had a five movie deal. Oh, what happened? <laughs> you were too purple. Yeah, you were too purple, man. Um. That's like the Will Smith turning down the Matrix or something. You know, that's just, it's just. Hey, he oh. turned it down for the Wild Wild West. Uh, I, know, I know, right? Oh hey, hey, that was that was a smart move because he got paid for the music video. He got paid for the music rights. He got paid for acting in the movie and he oh. got a director paid from, from, from the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, Will Smith, Will Smith yeah. makes money. Yeah. <laughs> it was never going to be. Yeah. I, mean, uh, yeah. I don't Damien think Tanner Reeves made up like a bandit from Matrix as well, though. Uh, Dam- Damien Poitier is the guy who played Thanos in this movie. Yeah, and I there have no go, idea yeah. who that is. And that dude played Thanos. Yeah, but he, I, I heard he got pissed, like, because I guess his agent, like, this is weird, but his agent had missed a call <laughs> for him to go back oh, to no. reshoot scenes for the next movie where Thanos just showed up, but he wasn't, like, doing anything yet. He missed that call, and his agent didn't tell him. Oh, shit. So Josh Brolin was the next person in line and got that call. So oh. that dude missed out on all this Marvel money oh. because he had a shit agent. Oh god, that dude! That Hopefully, one. has a new agent. Jesus, <laughs> I would have been pissed. Oh my god, that's millions of that's millions upon millions of dollars, and not, and not just the just, money you make just from that. And don't forget what status that puts you on. That's a oh, yeah. celebrity. Yeah. You know, Josh Brolin was already well. With Josh Brolin had been Thanos. You know, he, he's been cable. He's been busy, basically. He's been working. Well, well, I mean, he's been around. He got cable yeah. from... Exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, but Josh Bowen, you hadn't heard from for a while. For a while, then yeah. Was Thanos. Yeah, then he, you know, was no, cable. Yeah. He, he was good was, like, Thanos, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but anyways, he, he did Goonies, and then he was <laughs> Thanos. No country for all men. No country for all men. Yeah, he was that too, yeah. <laughs> Well, so, Cario's better, but you know, still good. What yeah. do you think, Roman? Uh, what did you know about Thanos going in? Uh, well, I remember the whole Infinity, like in, the Infinity Gauntlet like, comic books. I had those things, and like I read them. But I was excited for like Adam Warlock and shit to show up. Where am I yeah. here? And so, um, Just got I like what they like. I'm still cool with how they went along with it, but I just. There were so many missed opportunities of characters they could have already brought in that like are phenomenal, crazy characters. And it just, it, it was all right. But I like Josh Brolin as the role, dude. And I knew what I wanted to see and it didn't actually end up happening in the long run, but it was a good run. Yeah. It was a good run. Yeah. And uh, Noah, did I already ask you? You already asked me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose I'll ask you, Ben. What, what what was your knowledge on Thanos? I didn't know fuck all about Thanos going into the honest with you. Like when he you first know, showed up. No, I'm I knew sure. fuck all. I know really? okay, I fuck all. Man, mo- like I'm I'm a big comic book dude, but like most of the comic books I read are not superhero comic books. Like yeah. I watch most of the knowledge I have about superheroes when I was growing up was from cartoons that I watched because I didn't yeah. have comic books. So I used to like all, anything that appeared in the comic books, like uh, Galactus, or sorry, the, the, the cartoons, like Galactus, Silver Surfer, all these dudes. I knew all this, the kind of more expanded stuff, X Men, Spider Man, all that stuff was in the cartoons. Right. But like my comic knowledge, uh, most of that I grew when I got older. So I knew very little about Thanos growing it 10 years ago. And I still, like, most of the comics I read would be like Garth Ennis stuff, you know, Preacher, 
you know, um, uh, Why Last Man Transmetropolitan. Yeah, they're uh, great. Like the, great comics. Yeah, I just think there's, I see so much superhero stuff through other mediums that when I get down to reading comic books, I like to see other kind of mediums or other genres play out. Like, I literally just read all the Outcast series and that's about an exorcist, like, you know, and so, like, it's just some weird shit like that. I just, like, I see so much superhero stuff through all the other mediums and the way I grew up. I just got used to maybe digesting it that way, that when it came to comic books, that I kind of wanted to use them to scratch another itch, like, um, kind of high concept stuff or, you know, weird fucking horror, you know, that kind of thing. Because you can really look at these illustrations and they're like, superhero stuff really does pop like, don't get me wrong. But like, some of that really kind of gory shit, like 30 Days a Night or The Walking Dead. That kind of kind of grimy stuff that really kind of pops off the page to me, and that's more appealing. Like, Fair enough, yeah. A lot of times, God knows there's enough exposure to superhero stuff in so yeah, many formats exactly. now. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the next thing I want to read in comic books is called Pestilence. It's like about medieval something. Like, I don't know. Like well, it looks really cool. You know what I mean? It's just that. Like I just there's so many different things you can do with comic books, and there's so much superhero stuff out there right now. Uh, yeah, I just didn't know a lot about Thanos going in to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, have you ever heard of Thanos? He goes, yeah, I was born in the summertime. That's when you miss all my birthdays, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, November, yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. It's <laughs> a simple life. <laughs> what did you make of, um, like, because as... Disney, like we call the Disneyfication of MCU, like as it kind of went and expanded, like what did you think of these suits? Because this is something we always kind of nearly wrap up the first sections, like the aesthetics are so important in superhero movies, like the action, the aesthetics, the villains, these are all the kind of the big things, What, how they look, who they were fighting, why they were fighting, it's kind of the big big questions in superhero movies. But like, Noel, what did you think of the design? Um, me and Roman were already talking a little bit about the old school Captain America suit and how that kind of carried forward and give that kind of comic book you look to. What do you think? Oh, I loved I loved it. I, I absolutely thought, you know the scene where they kind of do, I don't know, panoramic right word, but where they're all just kind of lined up and, and, and they just do, the camera goes once around. And yeah. I just remember thinking, I thought they got, there was no, because I, I, I think Hawkeye's gear would have been a bit too camp. There's gear that just doesn't translate. Like Iron Man, would, to the nth degree, does. He's a man inside a tank, you know, a suit of armor. Um, yeah. And Hulk, obviously, you know, it's simple enough, big, green, muscly. But I just remember that, that when they went around, I went, yeah, I just think everybody looks on point. A little bit of classic Captain America, because he still, you know, again, the, the 1940s was a week ago uh, to him, you know, and I yeah. thought, and Iron Man had the full suit. He was kind of coming down. Like all all blasters are coming off, and I just thought, yeah, they've arrived. That was I just thought they got all these. Like, how many Avengers you got? Thor, Captain America, Iron Six Man, Black, uh, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. That's five. Who am I missing? Um, Thor, Cap, uh, Iron Man, Thor, Cap, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. There you go. So it's a six. Yeah. No, I thought they nailed off six. I, 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 and I thought they nailed Loki. I like the fact that they went full camp with Loki. What you did can. You make... Sorry, I was just going to say, what did you make of the remodel for the Hulk from the Ed Norton movie to the Mark Ruffalo era? Uh, yeah, I think that, I think in a lot of ways it was more simple. I remember just being so blown away with the Ed Norton first transformation, like the sinew yeah. in the muscle, like you know it what I mean, like the way like him next. It didn't look anything. No, it didn't. It didn't actually look anything like that's one hundred percent true. But I just mm-hmm. remember like they put so much work into him. He looked absolutely. I thought when the first transformation in broad daylight in, in, in at the end of the movie, I'm always angry. 
and he goes and does his thing. I thought, yeah. you know what? Simple. Like it's more just simple. They just they just they kept the aesthetic of the actor and they expanded him and met him into the Hulk. And I thought they didn't put as much detail into like the absolute like the ripping biceps, the absolute fucking gargantuan nature of the, the comic book. You look, yeah, like Romerson. Yeah. yeah, so I think that it was simple but effective. And yeah. God knows they like when he was jumping around the city tearing shit up. It just looked fantastic. So <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I think I think you prefer the Edward Norton look. For the Hulk, it's more what you picture in your head, uh, the actual Hulk. But I, I think they just said, look, let's just streamline it. Let's just make him a big, foreboding, green monster, because that's what the Hulk is at the end of the day. Yeah, so, and yeah. It, the fir- it was the first time, too, that they used motion capture to bring the Hulk alive as well. Was it? Yeah, I think so, because like, uh, before that, it was always just CGI. And I was nearly 100% sure I'd not do the mocap for mm-hmm. Ang Lee Hulk. did his Hulk then he, he did his own no no um, uh, Louis Leterrier directed that movie Ang Lee did the Eric Bano one uh, yeah the Eric Bano one was what I was talking yeah, about yeah well, he made him fight Jane Poodles come on <sighs> God, that was, come on dude was, that's an entire podcast <laughs> on, in and of itself <laughs> well, so um, Noel who did you think looked the best out of all of them like, like, do you think which one? Do you, you know think what? I know this is uh, simple, but I just thought Hawkeye looked badass. Yeah, I'm trying to You know, just they had they had the, the trick arrows. He was he was in combat here. The the, the, the the ball looked absolutely excellent, and he just looked like he was sleek and just ready to go. I don't know why it was simple and straightforward. I just thought Hawkeye looked badass, and maybe it's because I'd seen a lot of Captain America, I'd seen Iron Man. Uh, and I'd seen like you know Ed Norton's Hulk I suppose you could say but still I just thought yeah he was sleek and, and the trick arrows I just thought everything about the Hawkeye thing was just so much fun uh, and you know the arrow he drops an arrow and he hits the ground and you think he's missed and it just shoots bullets all around yeah. <laughs> it's just a little sentry gun or something oh I love that I just thought that was the coolest looking and then you're talking about impactful or something it's a different conversation I suppose but just, 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 the word, just keep it simple. Who's the coolest looking for me? I'll, and I'll keep it simple. Hawker. Yeah, how about you, Roman? What did you make of the kind of the look of the Avengers? I know we were talking a bit about them. Who do you I think? I think Natasha looked great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot, like, the most beautiful woman ever. Spot on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was spot on. <laughs> well, in every scene I thought fit the role perfectly yeah <laughs> fit the suit perfectly too <laughs> you wear a Rick and Morty t-shirt yeah, yeah. nice yes. <laughs> I've actually got Pick and Rick on my wall over here <laughs> oh, I go Rick Summer over here I'm wearing my Rick and Morty slippers that's my Morty one is my nice. right foot yeah Rick on my left nice so yeah nice so, did you, did you like the, uh, the overall look of the Avengers? Or, uh, like, like uh, what did you make of the new iteration? The whole uh, cap going back to his like old fashioned suit, um, Iron Man's kind of new suit because you know, Iron Man's like a toy fucking horror. Every suit, every oh, movie, usually, massively. So suits, every movie, like, um, so what did you think, Roman, of like the overall kind of team? Perfectly Natasha looking fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like, uh, they all fit the role well, man. Yeah. Like, really, the, the, the suits all look good. Although, the only thing, like, Iron Man's dude is just, it drives me crazy, is watching the progression of his tech. Yeah. And seeing the stage that he's in at this point. Yeah. Like, I think to myself, dude, he would have been covered so much better. 
<laughs> Once he advanced a little bit further than this, yeah. you know I mean? even, you, even if you just had 30 more suits sitting around to help him out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, um, you know, Hawkeye's suit was good. He's, I mean, he's just a, he's just another agent at this point, the same way, yeah. you know, Black Widow is, and they, they fit really well. Um, let's see, who else was the Hulk? Yeah. What you making new to, New Hulk, I liked it because it made it relatable to the actor. Yeah, like, yeah, because that, it, it looks like him. That's that, that's too. that's it. Like it the like, first time, wasn't it really? Like that. Yeah, movie. like that. It really just looked exactly <laughs> like almost exactly like in a large size to him because they used his face and shit for it, and he wore the suit to record yeah. the crap. So, um, he actually I got to it. be the Hulk. You know, he actually you, got to you, be. You, the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't you, play a Bruce Banner at the Hulk. Do though. you think because of Mark Ruffalo's success doing the mocap whip? The Hulk that uh, we got to see Josh Brolin actually do the mocap for Thanos, and we didn't get a big CGI fucking Thanos like I know we did, but like we got a mocap Thanos, and that just adds layers because well, the actors same, there. Yeah. Same thing with uh, what was it? Um, yeah. oh god, um, it. in De- in Deadpool, uh, uh, Colossus. Oh yeah. Colossus was yeah. one too, and it just makes the character look so much more real because they can reach down and grab it, and it's like full on. You know what I mean? But it has the right. I don't know. I don't know how the balls work. Yeah, the tennis, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I thought we were talking about something different. You said how the balls work. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we have changed subjects. <laughs> How about you, Beige? What did you think of the look of the Avengers before we get out of here for the break? Um, I liked, for me, the best one I thought was um, Loki. Yeah. I liked his garbs. I liked, you, you know, love he villains, did look like, you love villains. Yeah. I love villains. Yeah. But I liked the way his garb looked like it was like he was, you know, higher. Yeah. He came from Asgard, so yeah. he looked like. But you're allowed to, wasn't he? If you'd gone with Hawkeye with purple spandexy, it wouldn't work. Well, yeah, so that that would have been bad. Loki allows himself it. that because of his size yeah, exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye being who he was, I think it's cool. I think his his suit now, how it is now, is way better. Yeah. How it is now. Um, obviously, Black Widow, always, <laughs> you know. Like she just fixed that role so perfectly, though. You can't oh, imagine man. anybody else. As but also, don't get the joke. Scarlett Johansson is very attractive. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but no, it, it is actually not only that, though. Like you know, when you think about it, like you're like Tom Middleton's Loki, fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark, uh, Chris Evans, he's Steve Rogers, but Scarlett Johansson is Natasha. Like you just can't like she mm-hmm. she is yeah. hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like you just can't Im- imagine anybody else. Yeah, no, she did. I'm trying to think if there's somebody that I didn't like their their suit. Probably Nick Fury, but besides that, everybody else's <laughs> How did she suits see were where it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. Yeah, he turns, it must be exhausting. <laughs> but no, everyone's suit was good. I like the throwbacks oh. to like Captain America and that kind of stuff. It's just, I'm glad they changed uh, Thanos' like, headgear off. But everything else to me looked really, really good. Yeah. I mean, mine, my favorite was... Loki's my least favorite was um, was uh, Nick Fury's. Do you think yeah. Nick Fury just kind of looked too kind of running the mill matrixy like? Yeah, he just. He, I need yeah, to be covert, so I'm just going to wear a gigantic long yeah. coat, a gigantic <laughs> arm, one milky right? eye, just blend into the crowd. <laughs> one one <laughs> touch eye, like who doesn't notice a six foot four black dude with one eye? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, especially just, and just well, you throw a trench coat on him. Nobody looks a giant. Trying one eyed people with trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> you can say black people know it's okay. I, I, I know you. I <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Is, uh, is Samuel L. Jackson black? Oh, you know what? Yeah. 
Now that you yeah. pointed it out, when I think about it, <laughs> no, it's a C rate. I don't see it. You see, that's a C rate. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The content of his character, I could tell you. About, yeah, that's no, right. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, no, for me, like when uh, before we get fuck out here, like I thought, like Steve Rogers looked <laughs> completely comic book accurate, and I love the way he looks so out of place all the time. I kind of met him constantly wear the stars, stars and stripes, even when everyone else is like changed out their gear. Like and everybody else is like, because he's like he's always Captain America at that stage, because that's all he's got left. You know what I mean? So like I always I loved Chris Evans' portrayal of Captain America, how he. Um, progressed throughout the movies i thought he had probably the best character arc um oh everyone including tony stark i think steve rogers had the best story the best trilogy as well and the way he what cor- was incorporated into the kind of movies apart from age of ultron he's kind of a side character in that but like apart from that like i think he his progression of the character is probably the best outside of tony stark how he looked in this movie i love the suit and i just loved how old place he looked and like constantly throughout his movies he was like uh, adapting to the times and his suit was progressing throughout the different movies and shit like um this i think this one the last times we kind of saw a physical iron man suit as well where like it wasn't always cgi that sometimes robert downey jr looked like he was kind of Mm. actually wearing something which i liked about the earlier iron man movies i loved how clunky it looked when it wasn't in operation it should be it's it's moving gears and parts it's you know what i mean the whole thing is he was the invincible iron man he yeah. wasn't supposed to be able to do spy he was Spider-Man. Spider-Man's agile. Yeah, it's Iron kind of like a suit of armor. It's a suit of armor, you know? it's a it's armor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I liked about the earlier Iron Man movies. Like I hate the nanotech. Hey. I hate stuff that you can clearly know that's not there really. Like I hate that shit. Like when I mm. found out that the like they were like, Oh, you're gonna do Iron Spider, and everyone's like, Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, but like we're not even gonna have a Spider-Man suit now. Like, the most simplistic suit is supposed to be a dude in the fucking pajamas, and that was all CGI for two and a half movies. I'm like, Come Yeah, on, I know, dudes. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, I love the, the physical suits, um, because and that's one of the reasons I like Captain America because there's no way you can CGI that shit, like you know what I mean? Because it just looks so stupid. But yeah. um, and I like talk I, uh, Clint Barton um, and Jeremy Renner, and I think it's another case of like Tom Hiddleston where the actor is so good in the role that the role just kept getting meatier and meatier. And he's like one of the central focuses of Age of Ultron, even though a lot of people derive that, uh, derive that as a you know, weaker of the Avengers movies in comparison to what came before and after. But um, he's like a kind of more of a pivotal character as it goes along throughout the movies and even has his own miniseries now, like whatever. So I thought he was good in the movie as well. And Scarlett Johansson was awesome. And of course, you know, because, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so like, I just think, yeah, they look fucking awesome. Loki looked awesome. Um, but like, apart from that, like, I just like the way we got to finally looking back after seeing all these movies and knowing how these characters progress. And it's really cool seeing them in this kind of starting iteration before they really, you know, go against Thanos or everything goes time traveling and interdimensional and multiversy. It was cool to see the first kind of major event um, include these characters in the world that they're included in or involved in or whatever. But um, yeah, so we get the fuck out of here and we come back after the break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stuart. This is Dark Zay the Moon. See you after the break. Now, we're from our shirts.
Welcome back from the break. And so before we're talking, uh, before we went to break, we're talking about Avengers and Batman and Stalin. And <laughs> yeah. The description for this one should be fun. But... <laughs> What's the, all the hashtags? Hashtag Stalin. Hashtag Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Stalin cancelled? Question mark. He did some bad stuff. He did some bad stuff. Yeah, I just, you know, <laughs> some bad stuff. I'm not trying to say a pro counter culture, but Stalin. Just to keep it in the realms of the superhero world, in comparison to Thanos, how would you rate Stalin? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a four. Yeah, it's like a four. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, but uh, so. <laughs> when we come back from the break we always do uh, t- uh, two segments we call uh, what if and then we do best and worst and then we get the fuck out of here um, in the what if section we always say well if you were the director what would be the one thing you change with the movie we're talking about we're talking about the Avengers right now so um, I'm going to go with you Beige because you're more familiar and I'll give Roman a chance to think about his answer so uh, Beige what if you were the director of the Avengers what would be the one thing you would have changed Make more scenes with Scott Johansson as uh, <laughs> naked. Or... It's an excellent <laughs> <one scene. laughs> just... I give the people what they want. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And this stone makes you um... invincible, but only your physical body. So when you get hit with the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are all my um... scenes in snow places? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I changed about that movie, I think I would have just changed the whole point of like there being more emphasis on what they're destroying, like if they're killing people. Yeah, you're like the Avengers are worried about people dying. Yeah, like not worried about like like we said before, Colston, you know, dying like put them together. You would think destruction brought them together. I think um, the way everything played out was good. The whole you know puny god thing was a, like the the jizz off at the end where it was just like the movie was good but then that put that little cherry on top to where you were just like Bruce Willis oh, okay, been dead cool. in six cents you know it just was just that like ah yeah nice. it was that little yeah, you know, little nice um, yeah. it's something because I, I do I do like I've told like Roman before I have a huge problem with movies that give you destruction the whole movie and then end off like beautifully yeah like it makes no sense there are shitloads of people die they're, it's a catastrophe they're eating at a cafe and, and stuff yeah, 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 they're just chilling. And you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck those people. I said that was so for me. Literally, a hundred nine eleven. Literally, a hundred nine eleven. You know what right? I mean? And it was just like, eh, it's okay. So that's why my whole thing was like, I would have made more like stakes and stuff at the end of the movie to a point where you understood that the Avengers, by helping, they're destroying. Mm. So you're just like, oh, you're happy about it, but yeah. The actual gravity, some, some kind of gravity. The gravity of what actually happened, you think they should have like yeah. delved into that, or at least felt, even it's if they didn't have to show yeah. the gratuitous of, of it, it's still by your story. Yeah. A bit more on in Age of Ultron, or didn't they? Maybe they saw yeah, the Yeah, but that was more of a, to be fair. But that was setting up yeah, Civil that War. Was a, that was just, yeah, that was to put the, the Civil War and the Accord to be signed it had nothing to do with people actually giving a shit yeah, yeah. if people died or not it was just more of a push of like here you go this is why you need to sign this because you guys killed some people four years ago so here you go yeah no i agree with that i think you always have to have 
like the correct correct ramifications. I think as Sylvester Stallone said that his uh, major issue with Marvel movies is, <laughs> is that it's violence without consequences. And um, the rock, the rock just made a guest appearance. People can't see it, <laughs> but, um, but it's like it's yeah, it's violence without consequence, and that's his major issue with the Marvel movies. But even though you know, come for Sylvester Stallone, the guy who's wiped out most minorities around the world is Rambo. <laughs> like, you know, what right. I mean? you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Slight pick your battles. You're like you know, like yeah. you did with Rambo. Against people that were fired classically, against you know what I mean. Like, go, he's on horses. Like, you know, Rambo comes yeah. in with a fucking bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, No, but I'm, I'm like that too, and it's like I'm the same as well with Phil Coulson. You don't have to kill someone for them to to care. They should give a shit because that's what makes them special. It's like Noel, what you said ages ago about when we were complaining about Aunt May being the one person that happened to be taking up that building in Spider Man Two by uh, Doc Ock. That like Spider Man should have to be Spider Man. He's going to be Spider Man no matter what. So yeah. you don't really need to add these really There's like astronomical chances of this being yeah. the person that's in a exactly, city of eight yeah. million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Of all the people that died on the helicarrier, and they only cared about Phil Coulson's death, really. Like because yeah, no, him. absolutely, yeah. Knew him in passing. Like it's a good, like, no, but it's a good point. Mean? It's a good point, Babish. And so it's one we we danced around. It's true, isn't it? That the, yeah, it, it wouldn't have, and you wouldn't have had to change it from PG to eighteen to sixty, no. whatever the hell the R rating, I think, is what we call it these yeah. days, would you? But you could, and and to be honest with you, I think you put in stuff that could go over kids' heads, as in you, something yeah. that I could bring my, you know, if I had a six-year-old, seven-year-old, year old, it could be, it should be dialogue or a way of explaining things or a way of approaching things where yeah. you, it goes over the kid's head, but but the adults can take it in, and sometimes yeah. you see that in films and it's done well, as in you know, it doesn't scare the kid. You're not so showing like the Babadook or some shit like that, but you're yeah. but you're not. I've heard the Babadook in like dude so long. Really? <laughs> Beautiful. I think Beautiful he was, I think it was the Babadook not talking at your last CPAC convention. I don't think so. No, I, I thought so. so. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like everyone else was there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that was one that made me cry. <laughs> uh, uh, that was good. Like, can we leave that in? Uh, that, was good. <laughs> that was good shit. Right. I'm done. Alright, shit was funny. Oh, fuck. Alright, throw it to Roman. Uh, Roman. Oh, okay. Roman. I, uh, I would have had the bomb go off in New York. Yeah, that's the one thing. If I if I was directing it, I would have changed. I, like I would have had the bomb go off in New York. I would have had to level the whole place. Like kill all the Avengers, or just like have them like like literally. No, they, they would they would like be the only thing that survives out of it. Basically, what it comes down to, you know. Well, I mean, the whole could probably be like ground zero. But I was thinking more like, don't make it into space, but like before the, the almost detonated in air. Yeah. So maybe yeah. not necessarily completely devastate everything as bad as it would if it was you know hitting the ground Aftershock. But yeah 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 and, and just completely wipe out the town in another way and have them all blamed on it and the only things left standing is fucking stark tower because it's got its internal power source uh, yeah and, and just like but because i think that would have that would have hit on him twice as hard then his, his little whole responsibility kick afterwards after throwing the rocket into space is 
that's, that's like a wah for me kind of thing dude if it would have devastated hundreds of millions of lives right there hmm. and his like beacon would have been his tower standing there bright as fuck dude while everything else done or even like the avengers tower standing there while everything around yeah. it lies in ruin or something it's a good optic for just yeah. like yeah, it's yeah. a cool optic. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would have wrecked. I would have wrecked that city. Like, like the directing wise, that's the only thing I would have changed. I would have seriously devastated that city. Yeah, but I like, think that, yeah. it's cool. that's the issue with these movies, though, isn't it? Because like they're kind of like they do. There is devastation, but they kind of hold back on showing what the real dev- devastation would be. Like if you have a Hulk, you have a Steve Rogers, you have like someone like Tony Stark flying around his fucking Iron Man suit and he's blowing up these gigantic <clears throat> monsters. Like the devastation is real. Like and then, like you know what I mean like so like you know I'm I'm totally with you that like I want it to be where they want to literally show for what it really is or, like they can't keep holding back because they show like all these kind of ground shots yeah. and they never really show you the aftermath after the battle so I'm like you I'm like oh. no, they show you people holding the room to get away <laughs> mm. <laughs> when like half a building fell yeah. so what, same what are those people, things called not, not... swimming worm ship things how could they even fly their wings are tiny like i yeah. got a big issue well, 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 with well, but they didn't even fly it was like it was like the you know they, they swam through atmosphere or something. but then you see them actually go through buildings i mean right right through like a, a, let's just yeah. say there's four main pillars in a building completely devastates one almost destroys it's, another and nobody yeah. is home i mean you're talking <laughs> like Manhattan, right the business like center of the world yeah you know I mean? in in prime time yeah Leviathan or Leviathan, yeah, yeah, okay, it actually does. Atari Leviathan, that's what it was, yeah, those are cool, yeah. No, I, 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 I kind of I dug the kind of uh bio organic kind of weird, the, the, the I got yeah. that kind of that kind of thing where it's kind of like they look like they were half robotic, half organic, but like if you're going to give me a design that's like this massive thing, at least explain how it's moving, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I just like when they're, they're like it's swimming through the air. It's like hundreds well, of times. They were all hive minds too, because yeah. as soon as the ship blew up, dude, they all fucking I fucking hate that out. right the fuck off. I fucking hate that out. The whole hive mind shit, my that wrecks my tits. Because like every time, like someone, like it's like, oh, we just have to kill that one person. You know that kind of way. Like you just, I right. uh, oh, hate that. Like as soon as they got cut off from the portal, everyone dies. I prefer like you, you kill the portal, and now that's just the, the start of the war. Really. You know what I mean? Like, and you could even have Chitari breaking out. And fucking, like, you know, breaking away from the hive mind, even like, you know, I don't know. I don't Here's know. where I'll disagree with you because I thought the Chitari were such a bitch boy, as in they worked literally just for that. Yeah. I mean, like, look how, as in, you could just give me a shield, a Captain America, I run into it. They did it. You know what I mean? Like, they did it. They had Captain America and um, RIP, Black Panther running in, and they're up against all these soldiers, but they're just dudes, strong, capable dudes, and they're just laying waste. You know what I mean? Like in Infinity so, War. Yeah. yeah. Was that Chitari or is that is that what? Like, no, no, they were different. No, that's Chitari too. Was it? Is that Chitari as well? Like in Wakanda, the battle in Wakanda. No, yeah, that's that's Chitari. Chitari there, yeah, and there was other beings there too. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of yeah, a huge like hit everything. Yeah coming mm-hmm. at, at them so Chitari was there too but he is right like they were just going just beating the shit out of like they were not nothing those yeah. dog things were coming too they were beating the shit out of them too so. and it wasn't just like Black Panther it was like some of the don't get me wrong elite guard that, that, yeah. that Black Panther had they, they were obviously fairly badass as well but they, they, were, they, they weren't a bet, supposed to be Avengers level they weren't supposed to be as big a threat as, as a Hulk or whatever still laying ways laying ways so they were just to me they were like cool but they were a prop just they come to a stage though yeah. where you're like these like massive forces that these fucking arch villains deploy are so inept 
and they're so like you know they can be laid to waste so quickly when you wonder why the fuck they even have them in the forces in the first place like how would they ever win a battle like if the Jatarier could be dispatched that easily by six people like even mm. though there's six superheroes how have they ever conquered universes and galaxies and planets entire planet. it's a mob it's a mob mentality of them like, like surrounding and sometimes like a swarm coming the horde coming and if you're a general you see that you know you're more focused on that than you are of a bald dude with balls for a chin yeah. and then like his guard with him yeah. his actual guard with so, him so quite right they attack from the other side so, you know it's a blitzkrieg pretty much everybody coming from this side and they sneak around the back saying, you, you know? think they're going nuclear but they're actually going surgically you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that kind of does. But do you think back. it's just a case of like the just waves, just keep throwing waves at it, like you know? Yeah, just keep going and keep going and keep going, and after a while, like your people are tired and naturally bringing everybody else. <laughs> 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 the team we show shows to Stalin. Like it's, it's what we do here. It's unexpected. So Thanos was like going through the universe, taking over this guy, this guy, this. <laughs> 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 go from one like ethereal plane to the next. You know, it's like never ending. <laughs> Just moving on. <laughs> Crashing through the domes of every single <laughs> Like, like, so when you see, like, the portal breaking through the firmament and, like, <laughs> and you see, like, the Chitari just pouring in. But, um, yeah, so, no, what would, you, what would your what-if be? And, you know, I'll give mine and then we move on to the last segment. Okay, I, I suppose, well, it's a, it's a bit of a tough question because I, I would have leaned straight away into what Beige was saying, as in the real-world consequences of it would have just had a real world effect. It just would. It could have carried a heaviness without losing its rating. But I yeah. suppose if I if to not kind of like trace over um, all ground, I think I'll just say, well, it's a little bit tracing over the ground. I would like to say that the weapons do what weapons should do. Backtracking, like, immediately <laughs> backtracking. But all right, like I mean, I think if you get hit, if a, if somebody a god, he's as strong as a hundred men, easy, not Hulk strong, but as strong as a hundred men, and he throws a god tier weapon. It, devastates you man it tears through everything or if like you know a a guy with a 400 IQ builds a beam cannon it obliterates absolutely everything in its path so I would have like again I get that but the Chatari they're allowed to cut through that I think there was more more room for a little bit more real world physics or something you know what I mean like just the way shit happens shit falls apart I would love to see that you know hmm and I don't think it would have been more costly because it was, it was, you know what, it was, it, that's the way I have to say I've got tapes and overground because it's obviously a ratings thing still. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's obviously still kind of a ratings thing. So I, I guess yeah. I'm going a little bit more surgical with Beijing at an overall point. But I think, uh, I, yeah, I would have loved to have seen like, but then I would have loved it the other way. Just to see where like the Chitauri, they, they, they team up and Hulk and even ships and they start hit bombarding them with these plasma laser kind of thing, kind yeah. of things that they have and they're hurting him. But like these are like, weapons that we won't develop for 100, 200, 300 years and there's a lot of them so I know Hulk's powerful but dude you know what I mean like damage it should be doing damage it should be tearing through stuff as in you know Captain America able to block them with his shield yeah it's a very special shield but it's like huge amounts of destruction apparently you know so there was just that um, uh, what Star Wars never hit anybody Stormtrooper it was yeah. that kind of Stormtrooper vibe where it doesn't really matter they can cannon do any yeah cannon fodder as in, you know, if you just, if you run directly at them for like a mile and it's just them with cannons everywhere. If you're a character that can be killed, you're 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 not going to get touched. And if you're Superman, you're going to get absolutely bombarded. But that's okay because you're Superman. Just, you know, so I, it was a little bit True. like that. You know, they, mm. they, they, kept their, they, they, they kept their heroes a little bit too safe. 
and that yeah. that creates a lack of consequences as well. It was like a highlight reel for the Avengers, wasn't it? The it was, and, and a brilliant one, to be fair, and mm. an absolutely brilliant one. But yeah, just just how absolutely badass they are. Stop and have conversations and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just yeah. It was it was it was. But that yeah, that'd, that'd be me. I suppose if you'd only been. Um, yeah, no, my my big what if probably would be uh, maybe change the villain, not like change Loki, but change the secondary villain. Maybe like that dude that he was talking to a bit like before Thanos, the guy that played by Alexi Denisov. Oh, right. I would have liked to see more of him. Like he maybe he could have led the army, and then like Loki would have had a secondary villain to bounce off of. Because like their chemistry yeah. was really cool, their scenes were really cool. It's like pain. Like if when Thanos is true with you, you would wish for something as sweet as pain. Like like that's fucking Hellraiser kind of like line. Yeah, you know it is. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see more of that dude. And it sets like, up the big bad even more. Yeah, exactly. Because it creates that link with like and shows you that kind of mentality that Thanos breeds and the people that he has in his company or whatever. I think like Loki because they they they're dead set on humanizing him throughout the last sequence of the movie. You can kind of see it. Because of the humor kind of breeding into his scenes, away from the kind of maniacal kind of genocide maniac he was for the other three quarters of the film, I think like if you had an out and out, is this something you always say in all? It's like just an out and out villain, no gray area, just a guy, a higher up minion of Thanos, something that's more of a kind of like a uh, like a, a stronger kind of link to Thanos, and it just gives us like if he leads the like, army. Dark side has a bunch of them, like Granny Goodness yeah. and stuff like that. They're just yeah. out and out. They're not nuanced. At all, yeah. Absolutely loyal to the even bigger bad, yeah. But absolutely psychotic to everything like a else. Pure fundamentalist, like someone yeah. has been bred through. Oh, Loki's it, cause... on the fence, yeah. Like you know what I mean, like because Loki's still like there for himself. You want someone there for Thanos. So yeah. I just think like if we had someone that was invested in a slightly different way, and you can they can bleed Thanos into their world a bit more, and because it would be like, who is this dude? Like you know, after and you could actually kill a villain then, because all he kills is Chitari. So you can't. You're not going to kill Loki because you're going to use him further on in Thor. Like that guy, he would have been the perfect hive mind then. Yeah, you, like he yeah. was a hive mind for that army. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and to and to feed him in partially, like as, as a second. That's a, that's a great idea, dude. That's a really. Yeah, good you know, idea. and I just thought like the way Alexi Denisov played him, he was terrifying. Like the, it was just really creepy, and he kind of reminded me of the Mount of Sauron. You know, at the end of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, where you see the Mount of Sauron come out of uh, uh, Mordor. And he's like, he's just like, you can't see the upper half of his face. He's just his massive teeth. And mm. he's just like, you know, he's the one that holds up Frodo's armor and the extended coat when they turn and say, for yeah. Frodo, that guy, he kind of reminded me of him. Just like this weird kind of like automaton that's like so just like drained of whatever he used to be. And what he is now is completely at the whim of Thanos. And he was just like this perfect embodiment of Thanos because Thanos doesn't really speak that much, if he even speaks at all in this movie. Like, so. Uh, like I just thought he like, says he like a been... word or something, and that was just for some reason my turn or something. Does he say that? something like that? It was. It took three nights just to watch this. Maybe so. Yeah. No, it's not a big thing. It is literally yeah. just like he exists in the universe. We have the rights to him. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was. It was very much yeah. so that. Yeah, I, I would have liked to seen the secondary villain like be more like uh, more of a backbone. It's like what even what you said, Roman. Like have him be the reason that uh, the army's going there. He leads the army. He brings him right. there. So it's kind of yeah. like you have to get through the army to get to him, kill him, and then shut the portal. And, and then, then the whole thing will shut down. Dude. Yeah. yeah. It gives it a little bit more backbone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just on Vinny's point, it's, it's to agree with him. Uh, you remember this first Sherlock Holmes film that Robert Downey Jr. did? Yeah. And Moriarty was hinted at. He was like the man behind the curtain, the power behind the power. And, uh, you, you know, you, you see his arm at one stage, you kind of shoot somebody from a carriage. 
but he kind of was built up like the absolute devil himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like to, yeah. to, to, you're thinking, God, to even see this man would be like Kaiser Sose or whatever. It's looking yeah, to the absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. eyes of madness. And then in the second film, like, Benny's better with actors' names than me. I can't think of who played him. But they, but uh, but uh, Moriarty was in it, and it was yeah. as great as he was, and he was excellent. But it was almost like, oh, a human. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in, they, they they hadn't laid enough groundwork. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they needed yeah. to build on him a little bit. It felt like he just arrived too quickly. So sometimes that that person who's like, oh, I can't, because what he'll do to me is much worse than anything you'll do to me. That character yeah. is getting built up. Without, and there's no actor. The guy isn't even casted. The guy you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like he's he's down the road somewhere. That's cool. We're not done well. That's. That's just done so that's mm-hmm. really dark. And again, Kaiser Sose is always my go-to because during that thing when we're talking about the backstory of Kaiser Sose, again, the devil himself. It's the devil yeah. himself walking the I earth. I love that know? line where he like have you all seen using suspects before? Oh yeah. 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 I love the line remember and he like he, he turns the gun on his own family and he's like he's showed these men what a man of real will really is. And yeah, he turns yeah. yeah, and he turns his gun and on kills his family and then fucking kills his dudes. Yeah. And, and there's just that dude with, like Realizing all his leverage is gone, like big yeah. time, and not just that. Like you made me do that, so yeah, it's probably going to be a price for you as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's it. So I do, I do think building up your big bad. I do, I do, I do think that's fine. Yeah, and you can. I uh, just think you yeah, have that guy in a bit more. He's really kind of sinister, and you can kind of like he's so dark. And you can kill him. Eventually, yeah, you exactly. can kill him. That's you don't want to keep like, him around really long term. Yeah, kill him. Kill him, kill him at the end of the movie. Kill him, yeah. and then you take Loki into custody. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you actually have real stakes and a villain that we have a face that you can actually kill because he appears throughout the movie two or three times like, so oh, yeah. it's like it's not like we don't know who he is when he leads that army in it would make perfect sense like it would make perfect sense like you know so I just think like yeah, sometimes the main villain if you're going to keep him around you need a secondary villain to kill and and I just think that that's the missed opportunity for me when I look back at Avengers because he was a really cool character Alexei Denisov played really really well like he was really really creepy and shit um, but like so we get the fuck out here in a minute. Um, I'm going to throw it to Roman first. What was the best thing for you about the Avengers experience? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dude, just seeing them all together on screen, finally. Yeah, it's simple. It's just, 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 just fucking seeing it yeah, all happen, yeah. finally. You know, it, it, there was still a for so many years and they the whole time you're like it, it has to happen mm. like it, eventually it has to happen and, and when it did it didn't disappoint so like i mean that's that's the best oh, thing that's simple uh, and to the just point seeing them yeah. all together yeah man like i can't and there's no nothing else that like really stands out as being you know the most obvious the one obvious but like stand out shit. stand out stand out it's like yeah. fuck um Spoke too much weed. That <laughs> 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 was good, man. It was, it was straight to the point, though. It was yeah. seen together. I started. Lo- I, lo- I was losing it there for a second. Yeah. I'll be back on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, do you think like the, them all being seen together? Like, do, is, do you mean like them all coming together as part of the story was the best thing about it, or do you well, no? Actually, seeing the them fight, shot? like get them get the action in together when they were like fighting together, and you see that there's actual teamwork between these people that are fighting together yeah. like that. Because in every superhero, like it's just a one-on-one fight, basically, yeah. pretty much when it comes to all the superhero films before. Like, so now it's definitely you're going to see a shitload of like cross fighting, like, and it takes a lot to put those kind of scenes together. And I think 
think they kick ass. I really, really do. Watching them, it, it was great. The combination scenes as well, like when you can see the mm-hmm. combined powers, like Iron Man blasting his uh, into Captain. America's oh, he just shield. flies down and he drops and he just hits his shield with yeah. the thing. Yeah, and he, he goes off and then he flies right the fuck back <laughs> yeah. off. You know, and then yeah. Just, yeah, things like that. It's like you know, Tor- it's like playing a video game and you just great got that wrong. Yeah, Iron Man Tor- just dips in, kills Captain America. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I mean, like, Man, it's just like cuts him in half, like. But, yeah, um, yeah. Then, one of my favorite scenes in that as well was Thor and Hulk are taking it one of them Levi- Leviathans for the Hulk and Thor to clear all the Chitari off its back to drive like a uh, spike into its back a spike and then and and take out, comes with a hammer to take out the Grand Central Station or something to take that out completely like devastation nobody dies seemingly like definitely thousands of people died and I uh, like and then they take but out they're everybody. only Americans so it doesn't really hit home fucking hell dude yeah, there's plenty of them I think we're, <laughs> yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to cut that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, I love that. And then at the end of the scene where the Hulk just fucking punches Thor. And he's just like, I fucking love that. Like the way they, <laughs> it's just like, even in the big action sequences, the capture. I love where he's trying to know? pick up the hammer. That's the one thing he can't do. Yeah. You know, he keeps trying to pick up the like hammer. And he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so Beige, for you, what would be the one thing you changed about the Avengers? Or sorry, no, what would, did I ask you your what if, Beige? Nice. Yeah, he asked the what yeah. if, yeah. But yeah, so. Beige, what's, the, what's the best thing about it? Yeah, what's the best thing about it? Keep it simple, go big, anything you want. <laughs> the best thing about it is, is is to piggyback off of Roman. So my thing was seeing on the big screen a group of heroes actually come together. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a standalone. It wasn't two of them. I also like, feel like they aren't on the screen. And I feel like they yeah. aren't it. You know, I know like Hawkeye had his own thing or Black Widow. Black Widow had appeared in Iron Man 2 and yeah. stuff. But it just yeah. when they arrived, well, you Hawkeye's just kind of like, yes, they've earned this. Yeah, you felt that yes of like, all right, cool, they're there. Yeah. And everyone sits down. So for me, that was the best part of the movie and like to, a little part B to it would probably be Loki. Seeing Loki finally come into his his own of who he is. Yeah. That for me was like on par with with like the best part. Oh man, I love Loki's some of Loki's dialogue's incredible, like burdened by glorious purpose. Like that's kind yeah. of his mantra through his character, like you know, yeah. that he feels like that he needs to he has this great destiny or some grand destiny that he's supposed to fulfill and he can just never get it and it just makes him so bitter that iteration even if he does such fucked up shit too yeah he just to get that man like yeah yeah. he'd he'd, like he'd sit on a throne to rule over the pile of ashes that kind of thing oh i love that yeah that's exactly yeah yeah that's one thing i love about that iteration Loki, like where he's more of a genocidal maniac but that's it you know like having ants in your backyard it's yeah yeah it's almost not there i always think i always say this when we love horror so much i always think the scariest thing is indifference like if yeah. someone's killing you because they're hatred or somewhere there's something in your head where you kind of like oh i look out for this person or look out for this because you can look out for signing uh, warnings yeah. that somebody has anger is this in them but indifference is fucking terrifying what was his line it doesn't and have a core with a man or something it's like well, yeah yeah you plan not stepping on us or so yeah you know it's that whole like uh people fucking chads like saying how that like lines don't you know about the opinions of sheep and stuff like that that's why (laughs) that's why i don't i know more about science than any scientist because because of that one expression yeah Uh, (laughs) that's that's um from the rome tv series that's a mark anthony line is it it? oh i don't know it's just something i'm seeing on the internet a lot that's it is it is it's not mark anthony yeah Yeah. Was he a flat earther too? <laughs> no, man. That, that, actually, man, that's the thing about it Rome. Might <laughs> he might have been, right? He might have been. I don't know, because like, they conquered so much of the world. They must have yeah. known. 
I don't know, man. Don't know. You can't see that fucking around. <laughs> it becomes opaque. It's just, it's just the primordial swamp that it just oozes back into it or something. I, I don't know. I know. I'm not a scientist, whatever. You can see. Well, um, <laughs> um, but uh, so, what you call it? So, um, base, the best thing about you is like, it's kind of like that's the whole thing, isn't it? Like, the, apart from the, the villain himself, Tom Hiddleston, that like, the finally getting to see the Avengers on screen is like the ensemble cast something we never thought we'd actually see because we now we really see the, the, the fruits of Marvel's labor the expanded universe yeah. come to life and really kind of bleed into one kind of the MCU like the MCU the exactly MCU. that was it and Noel for you I'm I, I leaving stuff Noel you gotta pick it up <laughs> well, sorry, it was the question to me. Just what what did I think was the best? No, see, what I did was I finished my point. Jesus fucking, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no uh, idea what just happened. Uh, I'm trying to talk the beige, and then you just get like give out to me. No, no, you just started. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It- yeah, because like I finished my fight with Beige, you pick it up next. This is how conversations work. This fucking guy. Like, Nobody I mean, told me done... that's how conversations work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had explained to me before we've I started doing like a podcast. 70 times nearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take the question for what the best was for me because that's just like a good starting point. Yeah, I'm so tired. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what I thought was I actually yeah. just think the fact that they earned it just just everything about it and I wasn't just seeing them all together I felt like they earned it I, I felt like any, you throw like all of a sudden you're seeing uh, like the god of thunder and you're yeah. seeing a guy who's imbued with like gamma radiation and he can turn into this big green monster that's even stronger than again an actual Norse god uh, and it just it, you didn't feel ridiculous. You remember sitting, remember sitting in the cinema and looking at going, this doesn't feel ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, you have to suspend your disbelief. But that's not something I haven't done before. Like, Avengers didn't start that, uh, and then just sitting going, yeah, this they, they did it. They built the world. I can see everybody in this yeah, world actually work. Just it didn't. Again, like imagine if Justice League just decided you got the rights and you went right, just or, or you got the rights and you went to Avengers. I would have felt like no, there's too. I don't like how would why and what and who was in Chalik. Who's in charge? That's but I knew major... what Nick Fury did, and I knew what like, like uh, Black Widow was about, and Iron Man was well established, and Captain America was well established, uh, and I knew what you know. Just just the fact that you kind of went, wow, that is a vision because it's not just about making a, a Friday the Thirteenth series or a Scream series or something. It's about I'm going to make these. I'm going to have this director make these. We're bringing in this writer to make these. But guys, we all have to meet here, here, yeah. and they actually did it, and they did it without fucking it up. And when you really stand back and look at that, you have to think, fuck, that's impressive. Yeah, and that was just was, fucking impressive. And it was the success of the phase one movies. Like, that's just like, it's gone on to like be like, what, 20 odd movies? You got TV series, you got animated shows, all these kind of jobs. You got multiple. At this point, stuff. it's probably best measured in hours. Yeah. No, as in, you know, like how many hours have they got no, out there? Because it's in TV show formats, it's in animation formats, yeah, no, it's mean, in movie formats. It's... No, what I just mean is that this is the, the ramifications of the success of Phase 1 before we even went into the broader universe was that everybody and anybody tried their extended universe for the next four or five years. Like, that was the major ramification, wasn't it? Like, Universal traded, DCU traded. It's like, all these different people were like, okay, how can we expand our universes? How can we have spin-offs? How can we milk franchises in the same way that the MCU've created? But not realizing that the reason the MCU is so successful is that it's many franchises wrapped up under one one banner. Like it's very easy to expand an MCU when you have 30 odd characters 
But when you have like a Fast and Furious, like it barely deserves a franchise in the first place, and you're coming at me with spin-offs. Come on, guys. Really? Yeah. Like, come that's on, what guys. I mean. Yeah, that's just like there's almost yeah, like sense rock got a yeah that's it because of the rock and Vin Diesel like it because <laughs> you know what I mean the rock got a... <laughs> you know what I mean like so I just think like I, I was surprised mean... like the rock does a spin up and goes it's about friends it's a little bit just tweaking a little bit I'm stronger because of my friends yeah. <laughs> no but it's just for me it was earned earned that's it yeah. Yeah, but you know, I could yeah. put it in two words earned you Vin and we can spin yeah. it yeah, no, like they definitely earned it, but like uh, for me, I just thought like the ramifications of the success of Phase One, even though it's very positive for Marvel uh, in an isolated kind of instance, but outwardly in how the rest of cinema was affected for especially the next five or six years afterwards, uh, go, uh, going after uh, the Avengers movie, like when you see all these failed attempts at like spin-offs and expanded universes and a lot of people delving into these comic book kind of movies or whatever that weren't really like I know they just they just didn't give him like the same uh, love and affection that Marvel did, and they just kind of missed the point of how Marvel built their universe, and just like the positive nature of how Marvel built, built their universe was kind of the point that was missed for the next five years. And it's like even though it was very positive for Marvel how they did it and the way they kind of executed their plan, I just thought it had a real negative effect on like how Warner Brothers built their universe because if there wasn't that success of the Avengers, like if the Avengers, even though obviously it was always going to be successful. I'm just saying the way it was successful that over a billion dollars or whatever okay and you know I mean like instead of seeing a Man of Steel 2 instead of seeing a solo Batman movie instead of seeing Aquaman and Wonder yeah, Woman yeah. but this is what's best about it this is something you're this is your negative is it no 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 I just mean like uh, I'm just kind of following on your point that like even though it was successful for Marvel that uh, mm. then then there was a negative aspect of having uh, an expanded universe be so successful. That's because people who only, like, that's because people who don't care, like, there's these douchey producers who said, yeah. that, we need to do that, make that, do that. Yeah. Okay, well, I suppose they started in 2002, they had this idea that in 2007 they were going, no, 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 I don't feel like you're listening to me. <laughs> you know, that's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my, my best for the, uh, the whole thing would have been, like, the way they incorporated each other's uh, power sets during the battle sequences kind of picking up on Roman sides as well as like just the combinations like and the Hulk's entry as well was fucking awesome like you know how oh. uh, what's your secret my secret do I know what my secret is I'm always angry that's iconic onto itself even and it wasn't movie. the liberal douchey do you remember he just kind of went yeah. I'm always angry it wasn't like yeah. you know he wasn't like thick collar but on a pair of sunglasses kind of yeah. thing it was Actually, he just seemed like this dude. Like, just kind of like, yeah. I'm, I'm always like, it, he just comes putting back on that motorcycle. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's perfect. Throws a cigarette, like, everything behind the balls. Uh, you know? Yeah. Mark right. Ruffalo shows that, like, it's actually the man that makes the monster because of the transformations that you need. Yeah. Like, the way he carries it himself into the role because of mocap. Uh, I just think like the Hulk's big arrival was one of my favorite parts. Maybe, maybe like maybe my favorite part because just to try to differentiate myself from what you said yourselves that like that the arrival, the iconic line. But like if Iron Man wasn't there, he would have killed all the Avengers. Like all of them would have died because like he just punches that shit in the fucking face and it starts like top tower. What is like uh, with the, the truck jackknife? Like you kind of jackknives, and it's like yeah. about to crush everyone, like half of Manhattan yeah. to yeah. death. <laughs> like you know what I mean. But apart from that, that was awesome. But uh, no, I loved that. You know what else was secret cap? 
I'll tell you, could you start moving to the right just a little bit there? Yeah, no, just a bit more, yeah. just a bit more. I'm always angry, no, a bit more, just a bit more. They want a bit of cool. Yeah, yeah, because like he's a genius, he's just like gauging the fucking physics of it all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, I think as when I grew up, I grew up in a lot of the Bill Bixby TV series, the Lou Ferrigno iteration, the Hulk, and then a lot. I went to see the Eric Bana stuff, and it was very disappointing to me with the Ed Norton stuff. And this is to really see the Hulk how I always envisage him and then seeing him in the fucking cartoons growing up and images in the comic book, this Hulk and behemoth like uh, was unstoppable, this unstoppable force of nature. And that's kind of why he was in the Battle of New York, even though he definitely killed thousands of people. But whatever, we just got past that. <laughs> how many times did he run through buildings? Yeah. He literally run through. Like, right like through. Like the middle of a building, like taking out all his scorpions, like an office full of workers. Like whatever, whatever. No, but yeah, but it was really cool how he arrived. <laughs> After that, devastation. Probably killed even more people than Loki and it's just Harry combined, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh that's my best. So uh Noel, what's your worst? And then we jump to Rome and then beige and then me and we get the Okay. Worst I don't know. I I feel like I know it's all hot as we thought of for quite a while, but worst I guess was inconsistent tone. And not so so that we're not beating it a dead horse. I'm just going to leave it that. Inconsistent tone. As in, just, again, everything that Beige explained it better than I do, so I'm just going to leave it alone. It's just that that sometimes it was like, what what are the stakes here? Like, it, yeah. we got it. It was very sad when Colson died. But all these people are dying. I mean, it, this this is a horror show. Two be... people have died before Colson. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, so I, I, I think just, that's it. Inconsistent tone, man. I'll keep it simple. Yeah, and Roman? Yeah, no, I don't think... Uh... Colson should have died. Really? That's one thing I didn't like, dude. I, do, I just, I, I don't think it really brought anything. I think Marvin agreed with you. They brought him but back. They had, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But I'm just like, I don't know. I wish they could have done it another way that that wasn't the catalyst for them to all get together because it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth to lose Colson as a character yeah. the way they did for for that. Oh, just to push him to go do what they're going to go do anyways. Yeah. You know, they were all going to go do it anyways. Yeah. yeah, because the Battle of New York should have been the call to action, the attack on New York itself. Exactly, exactly. Or even yeah, the actually, that's a good point. The yeah, attack on New York, if that had gravity, you'd be like, my God, just, every second be going we spent talking, yes. Yeah. It's 10 deaths, it's 11 deaths. Like that's, dying, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So just get to it, yeah. No, it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. the same with you because Clark Gregg's portrayal uh, of uh, Agent Coulson is one of the funniest things. Well, Coulson about. was great, man. Mm. And like he could have, he could he, he was great because he was just a cameo character for every spot. Yeah. yeah. And so he and could he have still it. been everywhere. And he was phenomenal in that spot. So I, I don't think that. The, but there's, there's, he, he was obvious was, in one sense. That he didn't need to die. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. There's cons. There's. He's, he's he's got enough about him that he's that that means something. But like Nick Fury holds the shit show together, and everybody else is a literal Avenger. So he, he just right. kind of became this obvious storytelling narrative. Yeah. Like when they killed off Buffy's mother in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, yeah, okay. It can, <laughs> in 1998 or some shit. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just, no, I've seen remember, I remember. You know, it just ran out. You know, I, I give uh-huh. you, I give you 20 years. I give you 21, 22 years and now I'm talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I give you a score. A, score, a single <laughs> score of years. Yeah, exactly. I was saying, like, you're talking about a time when everyone didn't know that M. Scheidemann just met one trick <laughs> on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a long time ago. Yeah. But, uh, um, sorry. Yeah. Um, there are not being stakes. That, that's, that was my big thing of 
because there was even at the end of the movie, it was like, oh, you guys destroyed everything, but we're here to avenge. Yeah. What's Arma. the food? What did they go get? They were swarma. Swarma. They were, they were right swarma. Down the street. swarma. It was a block away from where they're fighting. <laughs> and it's open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't say this it dude, at all in a nutshell. Dude. This dude's entire I mean, like, family just died in the apartment block. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the Avengers were swarma, so I'm here. Yeah, but that was the tone. That was the tone yeah. that carried forward. Yeah, of no real stakes. Everything's happy at the end. There's some sad parts in between. Yeah, but at the end, everyone hugs. Yeah, and it's and it's over. Yeah. So like for me, that to me was perfect because that was the way they were going with everything after that. Yeah. But for that movie, did not having any stakes was just like. All right, cool. Um, now Iron Man and Cap and Thor are best friends, and Eric Bana, or not Eric Bana, but um, Bruce uh, Ruffalo and them too. Oh, they're all awesome together, and it just didn't make any sense to me. It, it makes just, your pulleys kind of reference work even better on even another angle because they just show up, and sure enough, they do some shit, but they get the shit kicked out of them, and nobody seems to care afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was it. It's just on a, a much bigger scale, like, yeah, much bigger budget. Yeah, because like, it's technically like the Battle of New York is supposed to be ground zero for a genocidal attack on humanity. Yeah. And they're just yeah, like, right. let's go yeah. chill out and have shawarma afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's like, are we Don't going to help with the cleanup? Are we going to? I was like, uh, what cleanup? Uh. <laughs> well, no, dude, it's like the lady in the background sweeping because, you know, their shit's all fucked up. Right? Anyway, yeah. dude, and they're just the city's been bleeding. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, what about you, Vin? And this should be big. Uh, my my worst would be I think it was an excellent opportunity for Marvel to use one of their stable of secondary villains to actually like uh, introduce us apart from like, uh, like the, even if you want to keep Alessi Denisov's character this is uh, the exact same there's so many villains like well, like they introduced their own accuser and all these later somebody on. from the one of the back order maybe or something yeah like exactly that. yeah yeah like Proxima Midnight or someone that would appear later on because she talks it's an Proxima Midnight the female one where she talks a lot yeah. a good bit in Infinity War so you could actually yeah. have had yeah, her or there even. Like, I just think, like, if you're going to have a villain, like, I know I don't want to hearken too back on what I said earlier, but if you're going to have a villain that you're going to keep alive, you need someone that you're going to kill. And I think it was just an excellent opportunity for Marvel to kind of dust off someone that was more of a secondary villain, send him in there, and even if you wanted to keep Alexi Dennis off uh, alive. But I just think there's so many villains that they haven't used yet or that they've used poorly. And you can kind of ground them a bit more in your universe if you just include them a bit earlier on in time. And I just think sometimes Marvel missed out on that because of the whole Loki of it all. There was just so, like, dead set, set on, like, you know, pushing Loki as a villain, the central antagonist for the whole MCU. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and I just think, you know, people just became so enamored with Loki that he became an anti-hero afterwards. So I just think, I know, I just think there wasn't enough evil in the villains for me. I think that was my worst about the Avengers looking back at it because, like... It's a good, simple way of putting it. Yeah, or, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so um yeah so that's that's it for me so any of you motherfuckers have anything else to say before we get the fuck out of here jesus no i talked to you cunts enough today <laughs> uh, I, I just gotta say spark, sparkly batman <laughs> <laughs> imagine if i titled the episode sparkly batman said nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> sparkly stalin batman just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, horrible. Uh, horrible. <laughs> uh, 
All right, boys. Um, All right, I'm boys. Fucking, I'm so tired. So before we get the fuck out of here, I just want to say thanks, Beige, for coming on. Thanks, Roman, for coming on. Beige thanks, from, Noam. Uh, sorry, Beige from Return of the Critics. Yeah. So, boys, plug your Roman shit. Roman from Mr. Goodbeer. Good friends of our podcast, and they're absolutely yeah. excellent podcasts in their own right. Thank you so much for being here with really, us. Yeah, and you'll, see, you'll find them on Spotify. The you can find them anywhere where, where, where you just... You don't even deserve them, so just be glad. Thank you coming on. Really appreciate it. So this was Dark Side mm -hmm. of the Moon. That was oh. the Avengers. That was Roman, Noel, Beige. I'm Vinny. See you all next time, motherfuckers. Peace. Peace.